Why is my roll 20 being weird? Two. One. We're live. We've been live for seven seconds. I'm just trolling the audience. Hello. I am your Dungeon Master, Cody J. Thank you so much for tuning in for this week's amazing episode. I'm so excited. I've done so much work for it. Of course, I am joined by my sneaky friends this week, um, playing the mysterious Mr. Gray, Ozol, Zachary. Jumbo babies. Playing the indomitable Mr. Red, Burn, Dean. What up? Playing the one and only Mr. White, From the Skies They Fly, your redeemed warlock Stolos, played by Dini. Greetings, everyone. It's a little on the nose, but he's blue, but not in a sad way. Your cleric, you know him, you love him. The only one to use an accent, Mr. Blue, Marius, hell? played by Max. Well, if I was green, I would die. Good evening, everyone. Wow, that was good. Do I get to, do I get to make that? Ah, that was awesome. Oh my god. <laughs> I use an accent. I use like an old man accent. How dare you? Oh, yeah. You don't have an accent. You sound old. That's too okay. difficult. Well, that's ageist. <laughs> first off. And last but not least, so sneaky you'll never see him, Mr. Black. Zoltis, played by Badfish. Thanks for watching, everyone. It's going to be a good show. It is. Wow. Zach, roll the new intro. Ah, not ready. Ah, give oh. me a second. Uh, there we go. buddy who wants to be my recap guy this week or or gal uh i can uh so last episode um we had uh i guess got to explore the town a little bit um different characters went to different areas uh we had found uh actually can you can you pull up the map just so i can kind of show everyone uh but we had uh so this big city that we're in the overall city map Oh, There's well, different yes. factions of the city that are uh, different areas controlled by different factions. Uh, so we had kind of split up to do a little bit of shopping. Uh, Marius and Zothis went to the Artificer Corps. They had um, ran into a doorman that wouldn't let them in, but they were able to get a message from Kringlis. Uh Just seemed a bit odd, so we have kind of a plot thread there. Uh, we also went to the Delegation of Magic. Uh, Ozol had met a fellow divination wizard that sold me some spell scrolls, including one that I've been after for a long time, so really excited about that. Um, Marius and Zothis also bumped into um, a goblin, who is a uh, part of the Zentarum. Um, that goblin uh, would end up eventually being interrogated by uh, myself, uh, Stolas, and Zothis for some information. Uh, at the end of the episode before, we had bumped into Arthur, uh, and so Arthur took us um, sort of into his portal, and uh, it turns out that he is now the Black Staff of Waterdeep, so he's the highest-ranking um, 
wizard uh, in his delegation. And for him, a lot of time has passed where for us, it seemed to be uh, not necessarily a lot of time. Uh, he had given us the mission to uh, rescue our captain and uh, Pliskin, who is one of his agents, who were captured by the Zentarum. And that's how we eventually went to uh, interrogate the uh, goblin. So um, right now, I believe where we are at, um, myself, Stolas, and Zothis are on the... Um, I had the name in the back of my head. The Bregan's Earth um, boat... The Abomination, thank you. I thought it was a desolation for some reason. The Abomination. That's and um, uh, Marius and Byrne are back with uh, Arthur at the, the tower. So uh, we'll need to fill them in with the information that we got. Uh, and then potentially there might be some planning. Uh, we have got gathered a really important piece of um, a key to the Zentarum boat. So we might use that to... Uh, see if there's any information about the wall, which is where we're going next, or the fence, rather. I believe you also forgot that the Sanguine Chalice attempted to assassinate Marius with the Arrow of Slaying. Ah, yes, 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 yes. Dicks. That is correct. My apologies. Zach, that was very thorough. Uh, please take Dungeon Master Inspiration. Uh, Demon Inspiration is a free advantage on any roll. It can be transferred, but it has to be used this session, otherwise it goes away. Um, yeah, thanks. Without further ado, you are cloistered around this table. Um, let me get some ambiance. Here. Oh, thank you. The right. goblin's name was Scut that we had uh, interrogated. No, I don't want that one. He was a Boston goblin. <laughs> but he's a Boston goblin. Did you kill him? I don't remember. He killed himself. Uh, he killed himself. Oh, that's he right. had a the little cyanide uh, pill. Yep. Cyanide pill, yeah. Yeah, here we go. Okay. I had it written down in my notes. I was looking right at it. So you are huddled around this table. Um, Scut lays dead, just foaming at the mouth, his throat being eaten by this black liquid uh, as his body begins to dissolve. What do you do? Uh, it seems like there's not much we can do. I think I think at the ending of the last episode, he was already completely dissolved. Um, yeah. Yeah, so it's, you know, is there anything that remains of him? Uh, Clothing, gear, anything, or it's all? Yeah, that go cool. ahead and roll, roll a d20. All right, uh, d20 is going to be a four. Four, and then I need two more d20s. Okay, uh, two more d20s. We have a nine and a six for 15 right. if you need the total. That is table 12. I got a new book this week that I'm trying to use that I'm really excited about. What um, is the book? This book uh, is The Astonishing Random Tables. My wife is at Target, and I talked to her and letting me get it, even though there are thousands of random tables online. Um, but the thing I love about it is there's just some weird, wacky, wacky like, silly shit in here. Uh -huh. um, so I'm attempting to use it. Page yeah. One thing Zach. also that um, that happened last episode is each character from Obdulio, he gave us a $10 greater enchantment. So uh, I don't believe those expire per episode, so we have those uh, if they we need them. Not. 2 and 15. Okay. Uh, the only thing left of Scott, Scott is a human skull in his pocket, that or was in his pocket, I suppose now it's laying in a pile of goo. 
um, with kind of these swirls painted on it. Uh, it is bloody, and it gives off a slight hum. Hmm. Um, I would like to uh, ritual cast. Uh, let me see here. Uh, identify. Seems like it may be magic in nature. It is magic in nature. Um, yes, it is magic. Go ahead and add Blood Skull to your inventory. You get... uh, Let me pull up this spell here. Blood Skull. Okay, once and only once, you get a free use of Contact Other Plane. It is a divination spell. I like that. Uh, Single-use magic item. It is approximately worth 700 gold pieces. God damn. Jesus. Okay. Um, Well, I guess if there's uh, anything else that we need to clean up, uh, Ozal will press the digitation uh, to clean that up. And uh, I will turn to Mr. White and Mr. Black and uh, ask... um, did he have anything else on his person before he disintegrated? He did, in fact. I believe Sothis pickpocketed a key. Yes, we have a key to it looks like ship. Did he say what ship it was for? Not the name of the ship, the owner? Chase. Is that right, Stoss? Sorry, I didn't catch that. The name of the man, Jace. Is that correct? That does sound correct to me, if I remember it. I do not know where this boat could possibly be located, but... Perhaps it would be good to see Arthur and see if he's familiar with this Jace. Um, if everyone agrees, I guess we can use our rings to teleport back, I think it was, Cody, or was there a specific, kind of. uh, Yeah, so me. if, hey, let me do this. Let's pull you back to the main town. So in the commons, um, you, you kind of learn this, I will say, we'll backdate some knowledge. We'll say Arthur has told you how the ring system works in town. If you are part of a faction and they give you a faction ring you can teleport to that district or location as long as the flotilla is together and you have to do it from the commons. Uh, There is this large statue um, of like this masked man and he's, he's quite large. I'd say the statue is probably 40 feet. Okay. Uh, Coming out of his hands, there is just a waterfall on either side. And as you walk towards it, there's a pedestal. You place your ring on the pedestal. The waterfall parts to create a temporary portal to where you're going. Uh, it is my version of this is area's local transportation system. It's the magic bus. Except wow. it's a waterfall. Cool. Okay. I like it. I will do that. Yeah. So you guys head to the commons, kind of weave your way through after leaving Brigandy Earth and cleaning up the abomination. Of course, Starlaxel thanks you for that. And so you head out. Um, you go to the commons and then back to the tower while wow, that is happening, Marius and, um, burn. 
what are you guys doing as you're hanging out in the tower? Uh, well, Baron, I I need to find a way now to travel amongst the city safely. Um, do you still have that card that I gave you to put in the bag of holding? I should. Would you I don't take pulling... anything out of the bag of holding, so... Would you mind pulling that out for me? Absolutely. Uh, I'm going to uh, pull out the chalice that I have uh, in my pack and place this card in the chalice. I'm going to cast Dispel Magic on the card and then set it aflame. Uh, you actually don't have to set it aflame. As you cast Dispel Magic on it, it basically is an incendiary device in and of itself, and it burns up. It doesn't hurt you. Um, but it does have a self-destruction like, protocol after you cast Dispel Magic on it. Perfect. So there's nothing left but fine gray ash as it plumes into this blue smoke. I have been told that that thing was a form of tracking device for the uh, Sanguine Chalice, Baron. Um, do you also still have that Hat of Disguise we found so long ago? I should. Uh, yes, I do. Hat of Disguise. As the big top hat comes out of the, uh, <laughs> the bag of holding, I'll place it at the top of my head and attune to it and change my form. Nice. What do you change into? I'll, I'll change into a, uh, a very plain-looking male drow. Oh. Describe to me a plain-looking male drow. Let me ask you that. Well, purple skin, uh, light hair with, uh, with red eyes. Uh, my armor and clothing will be resemblant of dark leather. Um... Yeah, I think that'll, you know, point like the ears. Sure. That'll allow me to blend in with Bregan the Earth a bit more. Sounds good to me. Uh, about that time, as you guys are kind of hanging out, eating, you know, playing paper football across the table with each other or whatever, um, our other three return in the courtyard as you hear this whoomp, and then a bell rings on the ground floor. Um... Alerting you that someone has entered the courtyard. And it rings three times. Ding, ding, ding. <clears throat> the rest of you have rejoined your party. Welcome. Awesome. Uh, Ozal will um, look for Arthur. Sure. Um, Arthur is in room... Uh, so you can go down one and I will kind of bring you bring Arthur to you I should say the apprentice level? yes alright and uh, I'll ask uh, Stolas and Zothis to come with so we can explain what's happened uh, he seems to be preparing rooms um as this kind of is set out, you can see him using mage hand. <laughs> He's got like a mage hand going that one's ironing uh, and a different one is kind of making a bed. Uh, and then you realize it's just a couple unseen servants uh, and not mage hand at all. I was he about to say, I was like, surely, you. 
Surely there's more efficient ways to do this. Um, good evening, Arthur. Uh, Ozal will then uh, mention that um, we interrogated a goblin from the Zentarum and believe we may have access to a boat that is owned by one of their masters. Are you familiar with which boat this may be? Um, Arthur kind of kind of thinks and he says, well, there's usually two to three different boats. The Zentarum has a, a rotating inventory, um, being that they are probably the most neutral party. I would assume that different ships have different shipping lanes. I want to say the Skulking Sea Serpent, uh, as you kind of hold the key out to him. Uh, you can see that there is this snake that's curled around the backside of the key uh, with these two little uh, emeralds set into this kind of brass key. He said mm -hmm. it uh, would be the ship you are looking for. And it is docked in the Black Market District. Although I would hurry, because by end of day, typically they leave. They do not stay on the flotilla. I see. We may need to delay leaving for this outpost just temporarily. I don't want to put our team unnecessarily at risk. I'd like to gather as much intel as possible. Yeah, he says, of course. Um, you have run of this level and the lower level, should that you would. Um, the next two levels up are my private quarters. I would ask that you do not enter those, nor enter the dungeon. Uh, I'm working with some fickle prisoners at the moment course um and ozal will inform uh, marius and burn of what has happened okay uh you now have access to the apprentice level uh, there are all the room amenities down here bathroom shower whatever you need um beds food below you um place to kind of study and read in quiet as well as the entirety of the abomination while it is here. Your ship is not currently docked um, as it is out on mission. So, back to you. Uh, I will... Um, I guess we can plan out the next steps with the full party. Yeah. Go ahead and place yourselves wherever you want to plan at. You can do it on this level, the lower level, the courtyard. Um, You're in a safe area. So, This level here, where we have access to it, the ground floor... Yep, you have ground floor and the apprentice level. Okay, maybe the ground floor, since there's a nice table there, we can uh, maybe sketch sure. out kind of what we want to do. Okay, yeah, go ahead and head on down. Arthur will just kind of continue milling around the upper levels, um, should you have need of him. Um, his servant is not too far away. Okay. Uh, yeah, I will uh, present the key to Bern and Marius and say um, seems like we may have an interesting opportunity for some added intel. Maybe Zothis can uh, help us find a way into the fence. What do you think? Definitely believe we should gather any gather as much information as we can. Who's this Marius? Marius is dead. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes, what be your name? Mr. Blue, how's it going? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, did you lose that. your accent as you uh, transposed yourself? 
<laughs> Maybe. <laughs> okay, just making sure. You know. I mean, if he's going to discuss, he would know to cover his voice. Right, he can't be walking up. Good evening. <laughs> I think this, the, my, my accent would give me away. You know, if I was to talk like this all the time, how many other, oh. you know, people around here speak like, you know, the Vistani? That, Come on now. I that need is to, exactly you know... the point that I'm trying to make, that if you have an accent, trying to hide it is going to be harder than just switching your normal voice. Just I know, it, it might come out every once in a while. We'll see how it goes. But uh, okay. till then, you know, I got you. <laughs> All right. Wow. You can, you know, make me make a deception or persuasion check, you know. Well, I wonder if I can find a table for random accents here. Hold on. <laughs> if I can find one, I'm going to make you roll on it. So should we investigate this boat, team? PC voice table. Oh, God. Yeah. Do we know where to find it? We do. Arthur was most helpful in that regard. Sweet. Uh, I have a spell that we could use as well, perhaps to give Zothus a bit of a heads up as to what to expect. However, I would say it I would require a rest before we begin the Zentara mission. Maybe on the boat there's a map that leads us to the prison. I was hoping that as well, Burn. Or uh, Mr. Red. You freaking guy. <laughs> Sorry, we've been using these names for two years. It's going to take a minute. I'm yeah, sorry. In the movie Reservoir Dogs, they just met each other the first time as those names. So it's perhaps a bit easier. Mayhaps. Mayhaps. What's Reservoir Dogs? Uh, it's a it's film a by Sir dogs. Tarantino. <laughs> just kidding. Um, anyways, uh, so uh, shall we attempt to investigate this boat? I'm able to teleport 30 feet. And uh, if there's no magic blocking it, I'd be able to go inside any existing rooms or or come quickly out of them. As long as you have line of sight. Oh, sorry. What say you, Mr. Blue? Uh, let's see. I, there's a couple of ways we can go about it. What exactly does this boat entail? Well, we have what do we think on it? I'm hoping we may find information of the fence, uh, routes to enter, perhaps where the physical island itself is located. Sick, I'm sure uh, that if someone uh, got into the abomination, our secrets would be revealed in such a way. What island? The island for the prison, my dear boy. I didn't know we knew it was on an island. Oh, I forgot what the difference between That's an island. No, because if Florida is technically... I think you mean by three sides. You mean a peninsula? A peninsula is three sides. Hold on, let's make sure I'm right. Let's Google this, please. Yeah, I got you. Why are we whispering? So that we don't reveal ourselves. Exactly. Oh, no. (laughs) I was wrong. It's a stretch of many islands. Shit, I used the wrong word. (laughs) We're just going to pretend like I didn't say it. Just keep going. It is a peninsula. Yeah. That's okay. No one's perfect. You're perfect. Okay, anyway, so what... uh, Okay, well, we will leave to go investigate, uh, and we'll see if Zothis uh, has any luck, I guess. Mr. Blue. Mr. Black. 
do we believe that this fence will help us get into the artificer's uh, domain to try and rescue Cranklis? I don't know that that is our plan at the moment, Mr. Blue. I, th I think I'm a bit lost in what we're attempting to do then in my time here in the tower. Yeah, so we interrogated a low-ranking member of the Zentarum and got information about the fence, the place that Arthur would like us to visit. We also recovered a key to the Zentarum, one of their higher-ranking members' boats, and we're hoping that there may be information on the fence in said boat. Yes, Arthur, Arthur also informed you that uh, part of the reason that um, Codename Basilisk was sent there um, was to also investigate how and why um, the Mass Lords of Waterdeep, or what were the Mass Lords of Waterdeep that are still the ruling council for the flotilla, are being killed. Um, so that's why he was sent there. So he wants you to make contact with his operative as well, and or anyone else who may be involved. Oh, Correct. Okay. All right. So we're 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 tabling rescuing Kringlis for now. Unfortunately, I believe so. Let's see. He's not in immediate danger anyway. The boat leaves the flotilla. We need to act quickly. All right, then, well, well, what's the plan, then, Mr. Black? I think we will need to see what we are dealing with first, but I would imagine we can create a distraction, use the key to get inside, and then quickly get out. I could also use Arcane Eye if you're not able to teleport onto the boat. But again, it would be very crucial for me to rest before this entire outpost. And which of you can speak through minds? I... Is it uh, Mr. Blue and Mr. Gray? Oh, I believe we all can with these rings. And it was all, we'll hold up the ring and uh, sort of gesture for everyone to put them on. At least that's what Arthur told us. Do you try it out? Uh, we tried it out already on the... Uh... Uh, when we were getting the goblin. Is I that... kind of forgot about that, not going. <laughs> well, that works. Okay. Um, and if necessary, like, you could cast invisibility on me, and I could use that as to our advantage. How long does that last, Mr. Gray? Well, I could cast it. You do also have the potion, the greater invisibility spell. <sighs> Let's see. Greater invisibility will last you one minute. Standard invisibility will last an hour. What's the difference? Greater invisibility will allow him to execute enemies. Uh, standard invisibility, the moment he strikes an enemy, he would become uninvisible. I see. The same for the potion. However, uh, yes, my dear boy. However, it should be noted, I don't have invisibility prepared, so would not be able to cast it till tomorrow. On the I morrow. 
Unless Arthur was to help us, of course, but I don't know that he is able to do so at the moment. We could ask. I think it would, I think it would be wise to save that for the outpost. Any invisibility potions and whatnot. I agree. Now, I, again, I could cast Arcane Eye, but that will give us one hour to survey the boat, but we would only be able to survey surface-level things. We would not be able to, say, flip through books or um, look through maps. Only what is the... on the tables would be visible to the eye. We should use the eye and see if it's necessary for someone to infiltrate. Does everyone agree? I. I have no objection. Neither do I. Okay. Um, well, I'm I guess not much we... of a planner. I'm a doer. So whatever you say, Ozo, I got your back. Mr. Gray, oh, I'll wink. Um, I will um, exit uh, the portal, I guess, with the team. And uh, I would just need to cast this... Um, you know, somewhere that will be relatively safe. And then I can, uh, we can begin exploring with the eye. We have an hour to explore. Yeah. Uh, here's what I'm going to do. Um, okay. Go ahead and zoom out on that map. So you are parked in the docks district. And instead of making like a ton of docks that are all next to each other, um, because that would have been really tedious and a lot to put on a map, I have made just a singular dock. Do keep in mind... It is a port in the slums. So there are other docks of people. Um, it is close of day. There's a dock to your left, a dock to your right, uh, and then several more to your right, right? So you're docked in the second space on the left, looking at the docks. Mm-hmm. Um, so technically, you can be outside the map without being on the map. So if you're going to use Arcane Eye, just go ahead and place Ozol anywhere on the top layer, and that's what you'll be able to observe. Um, you okay. can see the ship is moored currently. Standing out front, uh, there ap- appears to be a Zintarum. He has a bow, kind of dark clothing, that, like, sashed symbol. Uh, he's wearing, like, a sash with the symbol on it, and the, uh, the dragon itself is, like, this golden piece. Uh, and he is talking to what looks to be a flying snake. Aboard the boat, you can make out two other archers standing by cannons, and then south of you, and um, I guess on the left and the right of the boat, the port and the aft, there are two clockwork guardians. Uh, you can hear them kind of, or see them kind of like clicking and steam coming off of them uh, that are kind of inert. You think that they probably need some sort of you know, most automatons need a directive. Um, yeah. And then, do you fly the eye in, kind of, to that little area, or no? Um. Well, I guess this map perhaps may not be ideal, but I, I would say... Go ahead and place um, Ozol wherever your eye is. We'll use that since I don't have a token. Okay, for yeah, it. I was going to say, I, Ozol probably wouldn't really even be this close to the boat, because uh, sure, Arcane sure. Eye has a tremendous range, so I, I don't even really need to be anywhere near this. Um, but you know, if there's an old wizard looking dude next to a boat and an arcane eye somehow gets spotted. No, I, I, I assume you guys are probably back towards the trade district kind of milling yeah, with the crowd, yeah, right? Exactly. Or the, the slums. Sorry. Um, so the, the boat to enter, it looks like there's just this, um, yep. There's a single gangplank. Uh, it looks sure. like most of the, 
cargo has been taken to the cargo hold and there okay. is technically a door uh right here and right here to get to the lower levels okay. um but that what? is what you can see those doors are currently closed are Sir, the lower level of... oh yeah go, go ahead. ahead that's important oh what time of day is it right now uh, it is evening. Uh, I'll also have you roll, uh, Zolthus, a d6 for weather, actually. Okay. Um, the lower levels that aren't accessible... Five. Nice. It's raining currently. Oh, even better. The lower levels, are they... Um, like, I know some boats have, like, uh, the little windows for, like, the cannons or, like, even just windows in general. Are there any of those on the side Ooh. of the boats? Yeah, because the eye can down. get through. Go ahead and go down one layer if you can. If not, I can drag you. Okay, here we go. Perfect. So, um, you can see there's portholes in. Oh, there is. Yeah, there you go. Yep, in this section, you can't see to the left or to the right past here, but you can see the second layer of cannons. So, okay. we're going to separate player knowledge versus character knowledge. Um, and then if you go down one more layer, there are portholes against the water. And that is what you can see probably the most. Okay. Um, so you can make out everything in this room before the doors are kind of divided out. Yeah. So I know you said I can't see through these areas. Is there a reason why? Um, yeah. There's a door uh, that okay, has so, like a window on it. So that goes to the captain's quarters. And Well, does the uh, door have a keyhole? Sure. Why not? So I yeah, guess you can I... see line of sight straight through before, you know, things get broken up. So you can see that character right here. Well, I think the, um, the eye can move through keyholes. Oh, can it really? It's we only a one inch. Yeah. So arcane eye, um, you create an invisible magical eye within range that hovers in the air for the duration. In this case, one hour. You mentally receive visual information from the eye, which has normal vision and dark vision up to 30 feet. The eye can look in every direction. As an action, you can move the eye up to 30 feet in any direction. There's no limit to how far away the, from you the eye can move, but it cannot enter another plane of existence. A solid barrier blocks the eye's movement, but the eye can pass through an opening as small as one inch in diameter. Which oh, I think most sick. Are, Let's most... go. Can you, you can't hear <laughs> through it, though, correct? It's just um, It's the only sensor? Uh, Put it in the chat, sir. Yeah, visual information. That's correct. Yeah, here I'll drop. I think that might be you. a bit broken if it was uh, both. You okay? Yeah, if I had Vor go in, then I could hear um, visual. I was going to say uh, visual you, you could use Vor, or you just got some scrying spells. Did you not? Uh, I believe so. I got to figure out, remember what they were. But yeah, Arthur had given us some. Let me see if they're in the Discord. Oops. That is the wrong. Yeah, they should be in the treasure chat. Uh, that is Arcane Eye for you, Zoltus. Yeah, uh, Mass Healing Word and uh, Alter Self was what we were given. Ah. Um, I do have... Um, the like eye I, is not I, invisible, though, right? It is invisible. It's it not, is invisible. It's, it's, okay, you can't see I misheard it, yeah. that. You, you create an invisible. Duh. No duh. Okay, okay. so then let me... Let me describe layer by layer what's happening then. Sure. Um, you come into this quarter after kind of zooming around the top ship. You see um, the first mate, or what you assume is the first mate behind the wheel, kind of getting things packed up on the boat, ready to go, uh, getting ready to set sail. Um, the lower level on the left-hand side, you can make out a couple of the crew members at the galley. They are eating uh, on their shift. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and then one who is currently stowing something in his room. That would be the northernmost character here. Okay. Um, if you keep going left, down and left... You Does the eye out... see what is being stowed, or is it, like, wrapped in something? Uh, make a perception check. Uh, perception check is going to be... Uh, which perception? There we go. Uh, the perception check is going to be 19. Yeah, um... It looks like a poorly wrapped vial with red powder inside, and he's kind of tucking it under his bed, and you see him wipe his nose um, as this kind of red dust, he kind of like coughs it out of his nose. (laughs) And then his eyes begin to like grow, like really big. Uh, And he kind of starts laughing to himself. It is in fact spice. Oh, Um, I was right, Dan. Yeah, and then they kind of take on a blue hue. Oh, nice. Oh, I love that for... Yeah. Yes, I'm actually... Cody just made my fucking day. Yeah. Uh, the eye will move back uh, to see if there's anything on this table here. Uh, no, that's it's just mostly food items. Uh, there's like a dagger um, stuck into the table with a note on it. Uh, okay. That that is a. It's from Jace, and basically what it says is to stop reading the spice stash. It's not for personal use. It's for sale. So. Okay. <laughs> Um, and then, uh, I will go left and see, um, something interesting happens as you enter this room. So you pass through, um, as you come in here, you can see Jace kind of, he's working on a letter, um, and he has kind of this snake, uh, this flying snake and it's on like a, you know, like those little things that cats climb on, right? Have like a scratching post. Oh yeah. He has like a snake bed area. It's like a roost almost for his flying snake. It's somewhere between a reptile habitat. It has like this floating ball that gives off a warm glow for this creature, as well as some sort of bird-like nest uh, that it is coiled in. Mm-hmm. The dog, it's a dragon dog, peeks its head up as your arcane eye enters and looks straight at you and starts to let out a growl. Um, ooh, arcane dog, love it. Uh, the eye will back out of the room. Okay, you do that, and it stands up and begins to sniff and starts walking towards the door and pawing at the door. And then Jace looks up, looks at the dog, says something, it turns and it sits, and then it looks towards the door as you start heading out. Uh, and he will get up and begin to walk through the cabin. You are now on a time frame. Okay. Um, so I can move 30 feet, so okay. I'll basically, uh, let's see here, measure tool, is this an opening here? This, uh, down by this, uh, lake Yes, here? it's to an, the next level, the lower level. Oh, it's not back to the out, oh, I see, it's like a stair. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, I'll go down those stairs then. D- there is a door straight across from where you're at. Sure, yeah, I will, um, uh, go to the next level. So we're on the second level, correct? Yep, the second level. The corresponding staircase, if you go straight down, uh, is right here. Perfect, yeah. Nice. And, Uh, um, yeah, sort of begin uh, seeing what's down here. All right. Um, I'd have you make a perception check, but you can't hear anything. Actually... You could technically look straight back up. Roll me a perception check as you're kind of flying. I'm assuming you're like looking over your shoulder with the arcane. Twenty one. Yeah, because it can look in any direction. So yeah. yeah. So um, Jace is kind of he has his sword out, and he's holding this wicked looking um, 
scimitar. It's kind of got like these spikes on it, and then it has this little uh, serpent filigree on it as well. Um, and he shoots orders to the other people on the boat, and they begin to stand up as you see the, the lady closest to the stairs kind of scoot out and begin like listening to whatever Jace is saying. The dog is sniffing on your trail, coming right at you. Uh, it has okay. spotted you. So... Uh, you get... Ozal will uh, tell uh, Zothis that we may need a distraction if we want this to continue. You get to the lower level. Um, there is lots of cargo down here um, from what you can see from your vantage point. There are three characters that are chained to the wall, uh, being the northernmost ones, and then some sort of large mechanical dog and some sort of large mechanical man. Um, you can see their gears clicking, oil spilling, steam coming from its body. Uh, the dog's head is rotating around in a circle. And as you hit the lower level, it locks eyes with your spell. And you see this kind of red beam come from its eye, and it dispels your eye. Hmm. And you lose your sensor, your concentration broken. Damn. Okay. Um, Ozal will, uh, sort of, uh, sketch out what he's seen, uh, explaining that they have these automatons that can see invisible objects, that we may need Zothis's, um, assistance to break in further, but I'll sort of provide him the rough layout of the three floors, uh, along with what I perceive to be the captain's quarter on the left on the second floor, um, aft, I guess? Mm-hmm. And then also explaining the spice that we found on board that may be useful later. So, um, I'll say that you guys can kind of see the dock. So why don't you guys give me a perception check while you're hanging out? Uh, 10 for Ozol. Sorry, just trying to find it. Uh, 17. Whoa. 10. Wow, you got a nat one. Someone got a 17 with that. I got a four. What about you, Mr. Blue? That is... What the heck? Uh, I think because he has the ability where he gets a ten regardless. Oh. Oh. I didn't know that. I was looking at the dice on here, trying to read through it, and I was like, what the heck? Didn't make a lot of sense to me. Oh, for me? 27. Yeah, Yeah, if I roll below uh, a nine, it becomes a ten. That's awesome. Burns' name is not correct in the... Uh, roll 20. Oh, Everyone yeah, he just hasn't... Mister. Yeah, that's all right. I changed... Zach changed on the overlay, so... Uh, depending on where you're okay, going, I, sure I guess. If you want to, uh, Burn, you can hit the cog on the far right, and you can change your display name if you want to change it to your code name. Is the uh, boat stirring now, like, now that that has happened? From what um, we can yes. perceive where we're at so... now? So... Oh, God. Marius, Mr. Blue... 27. Um, Zoltus, you two notice a different colored flying snake emerge from the lower quarters. Uh, and it flies out to the dock and does some sort of large interpretive parcel tongue bullshit. Um, it speaks to the other snake, uh, which in turn speaks to 
the archer, uh, who will coil it back into his hand as the other one flies off back below deck. Um, and the ship begins to depart. The mooring ropes are being tossed in by this archer, and the snake begins to get back on the boat. All right. Um, well, so this, I guess, it's up to you now. You just end up on the boat alone? I mean, I, probably Stolas or uh, Mr. White would be the best one to go. Just trying to uh, think how do we get well, back. Yeah. Well, Stolas can communicate with us via our minds. And there is a just... distance to it, though. Oh, is there? Yeah, Stolas is 30 feet, whereas the well, rings that Arthur gave you are up to a mile if you're within each other. Mr. White could also disguise themselves as the goblin that has the key that is supposed to be there already. You could. Yeah. Ooh, he did, I will say, in the interest of fair play, he did say that he was a local guy, like a low-level street guy, not necessarily yeah. part of the crew. But why would like he have a the, key, though? The crewed boat. That's a good question. Maybe he stole the key. He is a goblin. That's, uh, that's a good answer. Vor could can... also try to infiltrate again as an octopus mm-hmm. to sneak in. But Stolas can intel. fly all the way up to the masts and no one would see him. That's true. Oops. I could disguise myself as a bird. And Burn can just grab on in the water and hang on for dear life. So are you guys making a run for the boat? I don't think we have a choice. I mean, I mean you could wait a day. It will come back. It's just departing yeah. for the night, so it's up to you. Oh, the boat is leaving. Okay, it returns. Yeah, yeah each day. Okay, that's an option, I guess. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? It's very dangerous for only one or two of us, I think, to go. But yes, I mean, Vor no could go in with no backup because if Vor dies, we just summon him again. It's not a big deal. I think he also disappears at a certain range too. Like if he gets too far away from you, he doesn't. I don't think so. He, he, yeah, he just no, can't. He just, he just can't communicate with him. After mm, a certain distance. Oh, I'm thinking of Fine Steed, because Fine Steed yeah, disappears at a certain cool. distance. Yeah. Um, so so, so we're trying it, to figure out where these guys go, right? Not necessarily. We're trying to get onto the boat to see if there's info, and I would imagine the captain's quarters is where we want to go for that. Okay. You, yeah. you also, um, those of you who kind of all have perception checks above 10, it does dawn to you they are a merchant ship. They will be back. On top of that, you could just approach to buy wares, right? Like, yeah. you're not really sure. Like, you can buy it from the street guy, yeah. But you also could talk straight to the supplier. That's what I was going to do until they started to part. I was going to tell <laughs> Burn and Marius to go. We could buy a- spice. Ask for some spice or something, yeah. Yeah. We could do that when idea. they return. Um, or. And then cause a distraction. Wait, get spice on. is a drug, yeah? Oh, yeah. Yes. We could just run out and jump on the boat right now and act like crazy crackheads, and and just be like, "Oh, we need our spice. We know we'll buy it right now. We don't care." You know what I mean? And then obviously, we might get our ass kicked if we do that. Yeah, but then what are they going to do? Just lock us up? We have all of us with each other. We'll be on their radar though for the prison. Well, and then we'll only, have to probably not fight. all of us. Only a couple of us need to create a distraction. Yeah. So uh, I guess Burn. What do y'all think? I guess Burn and Marius can act like crackheads. Everyone I else vote, can sneak on. I vote to wait for the boat to return tomorrow. 
I know it's the boring option, but that's what I feel like it's Aren't the we on a one. time frame? Well, I guess it'll give uh, Ozal time to ready a yeah. spell. That's true. That, that was also... when his arcane eye got discovered. So the boat's heading out. Yeah. All right. So let's. We want to wait. We want to go. Yeah. You. It, it I already like, said. Wait. I already said my plan. Okay. So Burns' plan is to go. Marius, what do you think? Uh. See, I, I, I really we don't have enough info. So I think approaching it tomorrow before it departs again because it leaves every day. Mm-hmm. So. What say you, well, Mr. White? Um, I don't know. I, I feel like when they come back, they might be a little concerned that their goblin friend hasn't returned, but... Well, we also don't know if it is their friend. That's true. He could have stolen the I key. Have, I have an him. idea. I have an idea while we can gather intel while they're gone. We can have Vor attached to the bottom of their boat and then just kind of get an idea of where they're at, and then tomorrow we can get all that info from Vor. Yeah, great idea. Just sit on the back of the rudder or something. Exactly. Or... Yeah. See what's Is going on. fast enough to catch up? Because as you guys are having this conversation, this little huddle, I'm going to say it's faster than what actually happened, right? We'll say 30 seconds has passed. The boat is, it's like full sails, gangplank's gone, the mooring ropes are in. Burn could so throw if you're going to do it, well, yeah, I mean, that would be a hell of a throw. Right, if you're in the district where you can see the boat, I, I'm not saying you can't burn can fly. What else? Can he become a fast fish? Yeah, he can either fly and then perch on on the ship somewhere, or he can become a fish of some sort. Ozol, I need a decision. Yeah, we'll send Vor. Okay, how, what form is he going in? Uh, let me double check. Probably the octopus, but let me look at the okay forms. Yeah, we'll what form was he last in? Let me say that, because if you're just blinking him back into reality... Uh, I believe an octopus, because we used him okay. to get the, uh, the map. You poof Vor, go ahead and drag him onto the, the map. You poof Vor as this little goopy octopus boy, because I believe that was his last form. I don't like as he plops into existence, at the, you know, burns feet, his little vent holes kind of like suffocating for air burn you pick him up as he torpedoes into what can only be described as a football shape with his strength body strength please give me an athletics check to throw vor let's go here into the water close enough to the boat that you attach your personal homing beacon octodad here it goes (laughs) 25 25 is it enough Let's consult the chart. Okay. For a hard, a very hard check, which is the difficulty class, starts at a DC. Drum roll, please. 25. Hey. Let's go. Uh, as you do it, Vor goes through the air and then right on the aft as it hits the water. Uh, the automaton does like swivel the cannon down. And then return back up as it doesn't see anything in the dark water as the ship sails off into the night. Nice. Your Vor homing beacon attached. (laughs) Nice. Love it. Um, Um, Yeah. Now here's the real question. 
What is Vor looking for as this boat sails out? I'm, I'm assuming, you know, it, yeah, it stays on all night. I'm not worried about that. Yeah. But what do you want Vor... To, how do you want Vor to look around as an octopus boy on the boat? You want him to, like, flop onto the deck? You want him to you know, look through his eyes and see if you can see a landmark at sea? Yeah, landmarks, I think, would be important. Um, you know, if there's any islands that... that uh archipelagos maybe do they, um, do they meet any ships peninsula yeah see if they meet any ships um, it's the next shirt it's the next cone oh no yeah Except i was right also about the um you know if he can just uh if he thinks it's safe to peek into a window just to get some intel if not you know he, yeah basically just to uh give us a general idea of, of what's happening what they're doing overnight every night how far is the captain's level from the water level is it like on the level, uh, it's second. The second. Seems like it would be the first level after the water. Seems like the bottom level would be below water. I don't know. So it should be, be at the water line. Sorry, I should say right. Yeah, exactly. So he might be able to look inside that window, but I don't know if it's. If he also, do octopuses that can squeeze into tiny little spaces. So, you know, if everyone's asleep, he could overnight sneak into the captain's. Uh, so layer. while your familiar is within one hundred feet of you, you can communicate telepathically. Uh, additionally, as an action, you can see through your familiar's eyes. So, I'm just going to say that you throw Vor yelling the instruction to recon, and Vor does what Vor thinks is best. Um, Correct. How intelligent is Vor? Yep, that's exactly what I'm He's going He's an octopus. is three. Okay, so roll. I'll just You should be able to click out on the intelligence checks. Give me, let's say, four over the course of the night. So, if you pull up Vor's okay. octopus form... Yeah, give me a second. And I'll let you know what you find. Okay. Uh, it's popping out. Okay, four. Uh, I'm going to do them. Uh, how many? You said four? Yeah. One, two, three, four. Let me read <laughs> got this out. a zero? Oh, 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 God. 14, five. A negative a three. Negative three. You can get negatives? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. That's Maybe a, the last one he gets discovered. <laughs> um. Here's what I'm going to say happens. He gets captured and he tells them our plan. Or he falls well, off. He can't speak English. <laughs> Vor is stuck and he would to never the do ship, that. How dare you? Right? Um, and it really doesn't dawn on him to start doing recon until, you know, late at night. So he's not really paying attention to where the ship's going, what it's doing. As he gets there, he squid like suction cups his way up to the, the deck and kind of puts his arms over. Can, can, and can I looks. say something before you just go super far into this sure um i have the option twice in the evening before we long rest i could scry on vor mm-hmm. and try and see some other stuff or whatever he's trying to do for up to 10 minutes once he's outside mr gray's zone yeah or, or able of communication so we could see what's going on on the ship or maybe see something else so Here's the scrying spell. It takes a casting time of ten, 10 minutes. Uh, a particular creature you choose that is on the same plane of existence with you. I just went and bought a silver mirror mm-hmm. with a duration of concentration up to 10 minutes. You can see and hear a particular creature you choose that is on the same plane of existence as you. The target must make a wisdom saving throw, which is modified be- by how well you know the target and the sort of physical connection you have with it. If the target knows you're casting the spell, it can fail the saving throw voluntarily if it wants to be observed. Knowledge save modifier. Secondhand, uh, I would say... Um, 
I'm quite familiar with with him, so he would probably have the negative sure. five to the saving throw. On a successful save, the target is affected. You cannot use this spell again for 24 hours. On a failed save, the spell creates an invisible sensor within 10 feet of the target. You can see and hear through the sensor as if you were there. The sensor moves with the target, remaining within 10 feet of it for the duration. A creature that can see invisible objects sees the sensor as a luminous orb about the size of your fist. Instead of targeting a creature, you can choose a location you have seen before as the target of the spell. When you do, the sensor appears at that location and doesn't move so i i could have the opportunity to you know scry on vor at least twice throughout okay. the night so what time as as night falls and you head back to the tower um jeffrey comes down and provides you with a local map of the area where the flotilla is currently docked since you guys are kind of saying that you're looking for landmarks mm -hmm. okay how long do you wait before you scry so that's an this important question. Yep. So this ship comes back every day, right? Does it return mm -hmm. before sunrise? You're not sure. You don't have the intel on that. Okay. Uh, well, then in that case, my, my best bet then would be um, not too long after sunset. Okay. And then just before I go to sleep. And how long are you staying up? At a in a twenty four hour period, what time are you going to bed? I would stay up till uh, midnight then. So I would get say like a eight p.m., nine p.m. scry, mm -hmm. and then a midnight scry, and then my eight hour rest. That way, I'd be good to go by eight a.m. Okay, so your first scry um, is a zero. Uh, so Vor willingly fails the save. Um. He is stuck to the bottom of the boat currently, uh, and in his little fishy mind, this is the sneakiest place to be because no one ever expects the bottom of the boat. Nope. Nope. <laughs> right? <laughs> My dude is so sneaky. So from that vantage point, uh, you don't get much, Marius, unfortunately. Um, you can make out fish. Uh, lots of kelp. Oh, my God. Um Give, I don't know. You want a How deep check? is the boat? It's deep enough that it's floating, but not so deep that it's run ashore. Okay, I'm trying so to give this from like an close. octopus's perspective. Yeah, they're somewhat close to land, or they're uh, yeah. in a shallow area, so that's not unuseful you are information. Moving still. Okay. Say, so I, I also, it's, it actually really hasn't come up in quite a long time. But I have the eyes of the night, so I have dark vision out to 300 feet. There are so many fish. You see big <laughs> fish, little fish, some as big as your head. Um, there's a crab. You can see it kind of scuttling along. Uh, and lots and lots of... You, you pick out three different genuses of kelp. You want to roll botany for me, uh, Nature? Sure. I'll Google kelp types of kelp. 19 natural 20. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. Wow. Um, you see giant kelp. You see deep sea tongues of kelp. And you see kombu kelp. Jesus Christ. Critical hit. Um, <laughs> kombu I, I just... Okay. No, I, I could be done with the jokes. Where's my mom's spaghetti here, though? 
I never have it queued up when we critical hit. You know what? You get this one. Um, <laughs> when you scry again, the boat has stopped, and Vor is on the side of the boat, nearest the gangplank, with one of his big eyes poking out of the water. Um, you can make out... Wow, my voice just cracked. You can make out an island. Some would say... An archipelago, a series of islands. This one is on the map. It is Broken Rock Isle. Um, you can't make out a lot from the water, even though you have 300 feet of, of night vision. There's a path that kind of winds around and up and into this really tall um, island rock uh, and then kind of recedes into a cave. And that's about all you can make out. Seems like they've stopped, by the way, everyone. Uh, they've made it to a chain of islands. And, uh, An archipelago? <laughs> I think it kind of looks like uh, maybe this area of the map. And he points towards, you know, the one that was just mentioned. Um, both Jeffrey and Arthur will kind of point out that that is way too far in a single day for a non-magical, unaided boat to make it there. Um, so whatever has happened while time is passing, they have somehow increased either their rate of speed or the boat has some sort of go-home feature or there is some sort of archway or, or portal that is taking them much further than where you're at. Uh, by, by sea, it is several days' travel. Well, they have some sort of way of making the making it there in a uh, span of say four hours, but I must rest at this point. Um, other than that, for your other two, uh, the five Vor gets kind of brave and gets on deck, and then not too much longer after that, a metal boot stomps through Vor's head, and your spell it was all you can tell in the middle of the night. It kind of wakes you up partway through the night, uh, that Vor has just been crushed and is dead. Awesome. Perfect. Uh, Ozol will... Vor um, is never dead. Ritual cast Vor and then sort of begin debriefing as to what he saw and then go back to sleep. He tells you about the kelp. He tells you about the water. All he tells you about how... Yeah, all three varieties. He tells you about how the sneakiest octopi hide on the bottom of the boat so no one can see him. Uh, the smartest octopi hide on the side of the boat after the boat stops moving to look to see where things go. The people humans. Um, but the most stealthy is the land octopus, which attempts to crawl across the deck and then is crushed by a mechanical guard. Perfect. Well, that's all very useful information. Thank you, Vor. Uh, he's very proud. And then begins to suffocate as he is an octopus not in water. 30 minutes, Cody. 30 minutes. Uh... <laughs> Ozol will, uh, yeah, sure, we can put him in a jar, uh, but uh, he may not be in this form for too much longer, but uh, Ozol will get back to rest, and uh, I rerolled poor tent for you as well. Hey, let's go. Um, I suppose uh, before we sleep, I'll ask Terrace if, he, if we need the invisibility spell. I'm sorry, who? Uh, I'm sorry, Mr. Black, if we need the invisibility spell. 
prepared, Mr. Black? Is we you do you think we should? Like, um, if we sneak onto the boat. That may be useful, though. It seems that the visibility the automatons. Didn't seem to matter. Yeah. yeah, that is correct. Uh, well, uh, this could also just be a dead end. So I don't know how much longer we want to investigate this, but uh, we at least know where they're going. Though we're not sure how they get there. Yeah, breaking into the breaking into that captain's quarters is going to be difficult. Um, while we're resting, Ozal will uh, spend the time to learn a gift of alacrity and comprehend languages. Uh, that should take, I think, four hours. Okay. Um, and I will ritual cast comprehend languages uh, to begin reading this paperwork, just so I can kind of not waste too much time. The uh, paperwork for um, Kringlis. Yes. I think there was one form that was uh, we couldn't read. Yes, yes there is. Uh, Comprehend languages is all languages, correct? Yep. Okay, it is written in Modron, uh, which is not a common language in any way. Uh, it is spoken on Mechanus, the plane of law, uh, and it is essentially the fantasy equivalent of binary. Uh, it is very straightforward... Uh, after you get to read it, um, there are some terms you don't understand. Um, even when it's translated over to English, it just doesn't make a lot of sense. You get the, the sense that this, this form is more of an internal form uh, requesting access to some areas and then some areas you need a clearance for. So it's, it's very technical and boring. Um, is, is it something like that we need to sign, or I guess I guess uh, it's just more like a terms and conditions, accept or not accept, or some of both. Um, there is even a questionnaire section that has like form file bubbles where you can click A, B, or C, and you can kind of fill out which bubble you want. Here's what I want you to do: uh, I need three intelligence checks from you as you're reading through it to see if you can comprehend the technical aspect of what is being said jesus fuck 20 okay. 28 17 you get the first two, not the third i said it at dc 20 um you think that you have enough paperwork here filled out in such a way that you could potentially be granted access into um the artificers guild sure and i i would have been filling this out for burn uh, mm -hmm. Mr. Red, because uh, I think it, they were the ones that were given this paperwork. Sure. Um, so, uh, yeah, so I, I'll kind of relay that information to them. Okay. And then uh, I would say at this point, um, I'll ask the party if, is, is for at this point, can we transform him back to his normal form? It was Mr. Blue and Mr. Black that were given that information with the book. Oh, okay. Well, then I'll fill it out for uh, Mr. Blue. Yeah, I was with you. My old age, my boy. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we'll fill that out for uh, Mr. Blue. Um, and if that's Mars, I thought the more Ozal's... wrinkles your brain has, the more you remember. O Ozal's well, color. The more blind. wrinkles that your skin has, my boy, the more you forget. Um, 
if no one objects, I'll uh, change Vor back to the. Uh, I don't even remember stick. how to breathe. Uh, and yeah, that'll be all that I need to do overnight. Um, I guess at this point we can decide if we're ready to try to get the outpost or, uh, to try to reinvestigate the boat. Yeah. We reinvestigate so you... the boat. I think we should try the distraction for them buying spice and then we try to get on somehow. Maybe if yeah, we can even get like the that. captain to come out cause then it'll be the guard dogs will follow him and then we might have a way in. That's a good idea. Ozal, you spend three hours filling out the 3D22101 form uh, okay. for Marius, which is one of three forms filled out. You have two more, the I-9 form uh, and the D14A format paperwork. Okay. Sorry, just the technical details. It's also up updated in the, the treasure channel of Discord. Okay. And we don't have to finish this Kringless quest now. I just wanted to... Nope. Kind of do a little bit each episode so we don't forget about it. Of course. Um, as you guys are getting ready for the day, uh, you kind of walk over to Arthur as he, and Jeffrey as they're putting out breakfast. Uh, and Arthur kind of looks aside to you and he said, how did, how did Recon go? Well, the ship is much more heavily fortified than one would expect. It seems as though they have automatons that can see invisible objects. Uh, I was not expecting that. We did learn a lay of the ship, though. The first, second, and third levels, we know where the captain is quartered, and we know that they are trading in spice. We've also followed them to um, sorry, the Island of Skulls, I think it was. Um yes. Well, something like that. Uh, we did also follow them to an island, and Vor eventually was caught. I'm pr proud of him for what he did learn, though. And uh, I believe the the party will try once more today. He says, "I could, I could help you in a roundabout way. Um, if you would like, I could provide." A spell. Um, I can control weather, and I can give you some cover with the weather if you would like. Do you think that the weather would influence the automatons? Perhaps <sighs> a storm? It, it would be a little bit of cover. That would be most helpful, Arthur. Uh, he said, how... How much of a storm? Because I can make it rain, hail, I can give overcast, ground fog, I can make torrential rain, hail, blizzard. Hail may cover our, the noise of our footsteps. Fog might be the easiest to, to find our fog way. Fog will also provide us cover. Hide our way under the ship. I agree. I have one question for you, Arthur. What's the legality of spice on a flotilla? He like scoffs and like makes this really sharp hand gesture, kind of, like almost like a slash, as it's his he slams his hand down into the table. He says, "There is to be no spice traded. It is nothing but danger to the people of the flotilla, and we've already lost a lot as it is. We don't need rampant drug abuse." Can we use this to our advantage? Is there someone we can? Help with our distraction. Uh, 
sheriff of some sort, something. We do have a local militia, and you could go to the war council about it, but here's the thing. In doing that, you tip your hand to the Zentarum as to who is coming after them and why. The slums, unfortunately, is an information highway. It functions very, very efficiently for all the black market fleets. And in damning one black market fleet, you lose access to all of them. So, Arthur, what, why exactly do you have an interest in, uh, in the Zentarum in this ship? I suppose I should tell you, if you would like to know. They, my, my operative, Basilisk Pliskin, I was sent to infiltrate the Zentarum to see why and how they were carrying out assassinations. Gaining access to him, the intel he has, is critical to keeping the flotilla together. The flotilla is always under threat. It is the nature of why we can break the, sh the ships up and everyone can scatter and protect them from all the different other factions. The demons, the devils, the dragons, the entirety of what used to be Waterdeep. And he who shall not be named, as he kind of throws a, a V into the air. But... We need him back. I need his intel. That's all I will say. And he kind of like shakes his head. I mean, if if you have you tried scrying on this man? Yes, I cannot penetrate the barrier. Whatever is around the fence, because that's what I got back. He sent me a message explaining what he was looking at, not necessarily knowing where, being a slave. Um, and going undercover, and after that he went dark. And that's all I know. I know. Uh, have you tried a, a sending spell to him? Yes, all communications fail. I, oh. I have paid some other operatives and some other clans and guilds to see if I could gain more information, and I'm able to know that the place is called Defense. Uh, there is some sort of magic barrier that protects the entirety of the fence. From there, I can't gain much intel because most people who come in do not come out. Hmm. Interesting. I'm curious oh, that, then the... as to how they're protected from it. The, the sightings of metal men have increased quite a bit. Um... So, you said Sorry, there was a barrier off. around this fence, some magic barrier. Yes. Perhaps there's a way to disable it. Maybe. Maybe it is their their northernmost operating post. Um, well, I should say, northernmost along the Sword Coast. They do have one much more north uh, in. The lake of freezing ice or shifting ice, one of those, I'm not, I don't quite remember. Um, but it is the one that is the most direct fleet, uh, most direct threat to the fleet. Well, I, I, I suspect they somehow made their way to the Broken Rock Isle uh, in the middle of the night, just before I had to rest. Um, That's several days 
travel from here. Uh, so whatever they're doing, they have some shortcut between here and there. I would assume, and he kind of pulls out the map, so Broken Rock is northeast between where the flotilla is currently camped and the Sword Coast itself. Uh, and he kind of points out that it's probably just a smuggler's post, being that they don't like to stay in one place overnight because it makes them vulnerable. Um, the Zintarm are nothing but efficient, to say the least. Do you think it's likely we will find what we're looking for on this boat, or is this a moot errand? Um, he kind of thinks to himself, he's like, well... It is very fortified. If you were to gain access to the boat, you have three choices. You either want to join the Zintarum, you want to be smuggled by the Zintarum, or you want to impersonate the Zintarum. It is a good way to get to the fence. And if my notes are correct, today should be the last day of rotation, so they're not going to hold you on the ship. Their next stop should be the fence. Now, I mean, if we were to be taken prisoner? If you were to be taken prisoner, yes. I think trying to impersonate the Zintarum, he kind of looks at you across the table, he's like, the only person who's going to be potentially successful is Zolthus, and he kind of holds a hand out to you. Um, he's like, thieves can't, the ability to sneak, the inherent danger around him. Um, while Marius and Byrne are both very strong, they are more of the gallant knight. Uh, not exactly what the Zintarm looks for. Well, all you kind of ride the fence. Stolos might also be helpful um, to their cause as a drafted employee. Um, you two definitely ride the line between what is right and what should not be done. If we were to leave gear here, would you be able to find a way to bring it to us in the outpost or in the prison? I... Hmm. Jeffrey kind of pipes up and he says, I could be of assistance in this nature. Though the Blackstaff is not to be seen interacting with the Zintarum. So your agent was named Basilisk? Yes. Codename Basilisk. His first name is Pliskin. Pliskin. Okay. Um, I'd like to propose something here real quickly then and just take a moment um, to cast a spell and ask a few questions. Sure. So, uh, Marius will pull out a his holy symbol and begin to pray and ritual cast commune. Uh, casting time of one minute. Uh, verbal, semantic material. So, since it doesn't have a cost, I can use my holy symbol. Duration, one minute. You contact your deity or a divine proxy and ask up to three questions that can be answered with a yes or no. 
You must ask your questions before the spell ends. You receive a correct answer for each question. Divine beings aren't necessarily omniscient, so you might receive unclear as an answer if a question pertains to information that lies beyond the deity's knowledge. In a case where a one-word answer could be misleading or contrary to the deity's interests, the DM might offer a short phrase as an answer instead. If you cast the spell two or more times before finishing your next long rest, there is a cumulative 25% chance for each casting after the first that you get no answer. The DM makes this roll in secret. Uh, you said I just forgot the character's name. Um, Pliskin. Pliskin. Bastards. So, m- first on question. Just a second, Marius. As you right. cast the spell, Arthur casts Counterspell. And looks right at you. And he says, What are you doing? You understand by doing that, you open yourself up to all the creatures and put the flotilla in danger. Not to mention, if I remember correctly from what I have heard, not only from my mentor, but from Ozal, doing so puts a target on your back. Contacting the deities? Then why do you have temples in the flotilla? Why do you think the temple district embarks on its own at night? He kind of looks at you. Did it? I did not know this. This was news to me. Mm-hmm. It is a floating sanctuary that draws most of the heat, hence why it is a shambled mess, as I'm sure you saw while you were there. It looked like pretty put together to me from from when we walked there. If you recall, I, I believe I described the buildings as like almost shattered and destroyed temples that were really ramshackle. As if they lifted the stones of where the temples were at and placed them on the boat. And the boat itself had taken quite a bit of damage. So, But yes, you... the, the temple district does depart at night along with some of the other boats. But I yes. see. So you do not wish to have any communion spells cast then? Preferably not within the flotilla. I know I that see. you are new here and I do not mean to offer offense by stopping your spell. But... I will not have the flotilla put in danger more than so than it is. Oh, well, that, that could have been a way to get some uh, some answers about your your friend. But... I'm not worried about Basilisk. He will take care of himself. I will need to do, derive uh, some other way of doing this, then. He kind of sits back on his chair. The uh, the head of the black staff, if you remember, is kind of this snarling wolf with these glowing green eyes, uh, and it is in and of itself as its own sentient weapon. Uh, and the eyes of the black staff burn in your direction, Marius. Sorry, say that again. The which part? The I missed whatever burning is in my direction. Oh, the black staff itself, the actual magical weapon, the symbol of Arthur's office, is a sentient magic item. Um, and it burns in your direction as it kind of swivels, looking towards you. These glowing green eyes on this snarling wolf face on the top of the staff. Oh, well, aren't you a light, lovely little artifact? Uh, as you say that, Arthur has to put two hands onto the staff uh, and kind of pull his weight back on it. He's like, please, 
please, please do not tempt the black staff. I am still trying to tame its power. It has a mind of its own, does it? The weapon chooses the wielder, so they say. Ah, well, I mean, we, I, I have a tendency of breaking intelligent things that uh, are in magical creations. So, uh, in... <laughs> Arthur chuckles and he says, yes, the staff has a tendency to break those it wishes to. Best of luck with that. Uh, yes. He kind of nods. Like, feeling a little bit into into his, uh, too small for his robes, as the wizard saying goes. <sighs> well, team, that was my idea for trying to find out about if Basilisk is alive. But, uh, otherwise, maybe we could do that spell when we're not within the flotilla. So, did you say Jace's ship is next uh, stop is to return to defense? It, it is returning, yes, for restock. Uh, where that is, I don't know if it's a different outpost, but from what I have been tracking the Zentarm ships and what Basilisk has been able to help me glean, there are three ships in rotation. Today is the fourth day that it has docked with the flotilla, which means it should be departing today and a different ship will come along within the next couple days. So, I assume, because that is the one that Basilisk went on, that is its next stop. I don't 100% know. Oh, it could be useful for some of us to impersonate the Zentarum. And yes. others to maybe become, come aboard as prisoner? I'm, I'm not sure. Could be a route. This as well. Whatever you do, and you kind of looks at the sundial outside through the window it says daylight is burning so what do you want to do team hello I'm just trying to think of our best of all the variables um yeah if jeffrey is able to get us our gear if we get taken as prisoner that was fine yeah he says i I should be able to store it for you, and I should be able to transpose to your location, though I will not probably be able to make it into the fence. That being said, there is some distance between the fence and the entirety of where the boats dock, from our understanding. Theoretically, since you have a bag of holding, if some of you are joining the Zentarum, you could take it with you, and you could stow it yourselves. That would not be a bad idea. How many people are on this boat? Probably about a dozen, Cody. Uh, I gotta go back and look. I can answer that for you. From what you have seen, there are... One, two... Three, four constructs, one of which is a dog. The other three are watchmen. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight crew that you saw. Two flying snakes and some sort of dragon dog. There could possibly be more, but you did not go to that side of the ship. There was also some prisoners at the 
bottom of the ship, it seemed. Yep, three prisoners. Okay. How formidable are all of these people? Ozone? That is for you to judge. How formidable do you think that these members are? I would say the automatons will be our biggest issue. They reacted very swiftly to the arcane eye. The others, it seemed, were going about their business on the ship, but there was definitely a solid defense. The snakes, the dragon dog, the captain will be very hard to get to if that's where we need the information. There were some prisoners on board, perhaps we could start a riot, but at least we know they are taking prisoners instead of executing them. That may be a way for us to get into the fence. If someone will hold my gear that I can trust, then I wouldn't mind being a prisoner, but we'd need to first get past all of that to then maybe get to the fence. Jeffrey will also point out his, like, depending on how the shortcut operates, you may need the captain intact to activate it, or at least someone on the crew who knows how to navigate to the fence. Perhaps gaining their trust by selling your compatriots is a way in. Or attempting to be a quote-unquote double agent. One who is willing to rat out Bregandierth to the Zentarum. That is a way to gain trust. That may not be a good idea. Um, well, what should we do? We don't have all, all day. Uh, well, I'm a man of action. I said crack skulls, but again, I'm not a planner. Stolas, you haven't said a whole lot. What's riling around in your bird-like brain? Well, um, honestly, I think sneaking on board is probably the best idea. And Stolas, I can use a, I can use a spell to disguise myself and assist. Hello, fellow goblins. So yeah, goblin, a bird, a barge rat, Marius whatever you need. Marius can use the hat of disguise. Stolas can use a spell. Zothus can become invisible with help from Ozol. So it's just me and Ozol that needs to. I mean, I could be the prisoner if we need to. Oh, prisoners, points out Jeffrey as he looks between the two of you. Yeah, but then what about me? Yeah, Ozol looks old and frail enough to be a prisoner. Are you not the spitting image of what manual labor should be? As he kind of looks at you with his illithid tentacles floating in the air. Your physique is quite handy for building and moving. That is true, Burn. So you guys get to hang out on the boat while I do manual labor on, on deck? No, you misunderstand, large one. I simply mean, as a slave, you would bring quite the amount of value for the physical labor you could produce, should that they want to do that with you. Should we have whoever can't get onto the boat pretend to bring Burn and Ozal as a capture and join the group, join the Zentarum from there? 
we could use the key as the item that we were caught with. Say that perhaps you found us with a corpse of a goblin. It would certainly we put may us need, fit for the prison chamber. We may need the key once we have the opportunity. If the captain has left his room, it's probably the access to his room. In that case, if he leaves his quarters, we can then sneak in. That is true. Well, we could just be prisoners. You could make an illusory key out of such a simple item like a fork. And You see Jeffrey kind of pick it up and cast Minor Illusion and it turns into a key to the mansion that they are currently, or the tower they're currently in. It could also return up. the ruby. I'm sure it has some value to them. Or same with making an illusory ruby. I don't know that it will hold up under speculation. That's, yes. Nor would the key. Yes, exactly. I think Marius and I pose as mercenaries wanting to join the Zentarum, bringing offers of Burn and Ozol as prisoners, and Stolos can sneak aboard as well, as a rat. Let's do it. And then, when we our opportunity arises, we will release you two uh, from your, sh from your uh, shackles, equip you, and then do what we must to get uh, access to the captain's chambers. I could Very also good. just, you know, try and procure transport. The Zentarum are mercenaries, are they not? I believe so. They are, but you're also, like, like think of it this way, I guess. A fortified freelance military-like corporation doesn't necessarily advertise, hey, we're Area 51, you know what I mean, uh, as the forward operating post for the Zentarum. Uh, the information you do know is not, like, a lot of common knowledge. The fence has been whispered of, right? Um, but gaining access to it is not going to be as easy as, like, walking up and knocking on the door. I think our best bet, then, is to store ourselves onto this ship, gather what intel we can from the captain's chambers before we reach the fence. <clears throat> Turn and burn, baby. Let's go. Okay. Ozol will... Well, actually, let me ask you this, Cody. If I'm attuned to an item, but I take it off, when I put it back on, am I just still attuned to it? No, you have to reattune. Oh. What if we were to bring, a, say, a box of spice, if you will? Disguise a, I don't know, like a random box of items. You gotta buy some paprika and try and pass it off as spice. Yeah, you know, like cast a spell on it, make it seem like it might be goods that we want to sell. Sure. Yeah. Uh, in, in that case, Burn might be the only prisoner, and I can just polymorph into a snail on top of uh, <laughs> Zothus. <laughs> because oh, it's gonna take me like three hours to get oh, geared up. It's just too long. <laughs> yeah, so I think I think the best bet is bird, truth be told. Yeah, Stolas is going to to disguise as like a pelican because it's kind of a so big I bird. was I was reading disguise self uh, and I didn't want to spring this on you, but I was thinking about it. Uh, you can alter your shape, but it's not. It's like one foot taller. You can change what you look like. Yeah. So you'd be like a really big rat, like a, a yeah. A I was thinking of pelican size. 
Well, yeah, I don't think you or, can disguise like a, as a pelican, right? Really big pelican. Like, oh, pelicans are fucking huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're pretty big. And I can, I can, like I can shrink a foot. Tall. So, yeah, okay. three foot yeah, pelican. Okay. I don't think would, you know, freak a lot of people out. That you're not wrong. That there you go. Yeah, I could polymorph into an octopus and then enter the boat that way. No, you can you can still do your snail thing on me. Since oh, in the gonna... pelican's little like yeah, I can thing? carry you oh, in I my like pelican that. patch. Oh, I love it. Okay, perfect. or a frog you... or something. I don't know. <laughs> can you become a shark and attack the boat and force the captain to fill his chambers? Something I maybe? could become a megalodon. Yes, that could be useful, and then the captain would be forced to react to the emergency. There are cannons on the boat. Just as a heads up. Uh. Well, can the cannon shoot under the boat? That would seem unreasonable. <laughs> Mythbusters prove that you only have to dive a few feet under the water. That is true, actually. <laughs> yeah, man, Cody? I'm, say, I'm here. I'm listening. You, you guys do what you want to do. And I, I think will... the prisoner idea might work best. I think the shark would be the backup plan. Because that's okay. going to cause a whole lot of ruckus. And we need to keep the boat operating as normal to infiltrate the fence. We can't that's true. Yeah. disrupt its normal operation. Yeah. All so right, we let's need to that. gather what intel we can without being noticed and then use that intel to gain access to the fence, possibly possibly have a way to disable their magic barrier or something. I like it. Let's do it. We're not going to be here all night planning. Let's go. Okay. You head back to the boat. Uh, I need to change a couple things here because the Zentarm have been alerted to your presence. So, let me push some tokens around while you guys are getting set up and tell me who is doing what and where, and I will put our front man out. Are they alert of our presence because of what happened yesterday? Yes, between both Vor and... Uh, some sort of magical eye that has been pushed out. You have raised the alarm that something is going on, and the Zentarm does not like that. And did we choose to have fog, sorry? Uh, yes. So, as you approach, it is a foggy day. Uh, if you want, I can keep a Vor in my pelican beak. Yeah, he's just a tiny little flying snake, so yeah. Cool. I'll carry Vor with me. He's an extra set of eyes. Ozon will flying snake now. Yeah, we brought him back to his normal form. Oh, yeah. Uh, Go ahead and put that on the the board then. Stolas is going to be flying around, pretending to be a pelican. Okay. Uh, Let me put some... Oh, Uh, where's the flying snake? There we go. Call J.G. Wentworth... Marius, okay. what are your persuasion skills? Mm, I can be rather persuasive if I desire, but uh, I'm not a very good liar. I have the same. I have deception and persuasion at the same skill level. Four. Before we um. Five. Something <laughs> before we we get here, Cody. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, before we, uh, or I, I guess as we're leaving or as we're walking to here, 
Uh, Ozol will uh, activate Mage Armor. Mage Armor online. And, uh, yeah, that'll be, uh, well, do I think we're going to get into a fight? That's the question. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm loving like that morph. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to do anything else. That's good. Do, do we need to give Ozal the bag of holding to put burn stuff uh, in? What I want you to do is I want you to tell me what you're doing and how you're doing it. And uh, I will interpret from there because what you say from here on out is what happens. So, someone needs to have that bag of holding with Burns gear in it. Cause... It would probably be you then, right? Because okay. you're not going in as a prisoner. Correct. I'm just trying yeah. to think if there's a way we don't need to bring Burn in with unequipped. Like I'd rather him not be. But I don't know if there's another way. Is it? How many turns is it for him to gear up? Like, is it one turn per? Uh, piece that's of gear? a for good Burn question. It's going to take some time. Um, I can Google the exact times for how long it takes to don and doff armor. Full plate, baby, to... is an well, hour. Oh my god! So we we just need to get him away somewhere where he can equip himself while when we start to approach the fence as well. So that's something yeah, we have to consider. Jesus Christ. <clears throat> Once we get in, I can rope trick with burn. Um, convene inside, I guess. That's not a bad idea. And then, then um, the shit. There will be other prisoners to still move. They won't break their. They shouldn't break their routine too heavily. They'll know that obviously yeah. a prisoner is gone. But. And then once, yeah. Okay. Okay, you approach on this foggy day. Um, why is there so much writing on here? Jesus Christ, it was. I thought you were going to say, why is there so much fog? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> oh my god, there's so many. Look at the one next to the pier. <laughs> Wait, what are you talking about? Do you not <laughs> The word more fog? Oh, that's not me. No, the one next to the pier, to the right. Is that Uh, young (laughs) fog? Who did that? I thought that was Cody. No. I was so confused as that was popping up. (laughs) No, why'd you delete him? That's hilarious. I was so confused. Because you put them on the token layer, and if you like hover over them, they're going to create an issue for someone. I love you, though. That's hilarious. I thought that was Cody when you kept saying there's fog, and I was like, I mean, yeah, I guess. Went all the way out into the water, too. We'll leave that one. Leave that one for now. <laughs> okay. Yep. Dean, I'm, instead of Fogo to Chow, this is now Fog to Chow. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, I'll leave okay. the one that says Fog in a little cloud. <laughs> so, all right. Bored. How dare okay. you? Okay. Um, put yourselves where you're going to be. Stolas is flying. Uh, if you are a prisoner, why don't we put on burn? Uh, we'll say this one. You're captured. 
and you know, Marius and Zoltis, take it away as you approach down the dock, holding yeah, burn. I'm assuming he is like shackled. Yes. Um. Or Let's something. Let's say we put his gear already into the bag of holding. Um. What's my prisoner name? Mr. Red. Oh, then what's your name? Is Burn like gray? Wearing a bag over his head because he yeah, can't I was show gonna his say, face. We can't show his face. I was literally thinking, what what do we put on? A burlap like sack. A burlap sack. Yeah. <laughs> With some holes in it. This. Who made them? My wife spent two hours making these goddamn bags for all of you. Okay, that's well, exactly that's what I. Was. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask me and mine for nothing. <laughs> she you ungrateful sons of bitches. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you, Jenga, and Chain raid your way up there with your prisoner. Um, Burn, I'm assuming you're naked or mostly naked. Uh, our prisoner's name is Mutt. <laughs> Mutt. Mutt. Yeah, I'm wearing, I'm wearing my uh, pink heart undies. Nice. A uh, little fable action. Yeah, sorry. Was... Uh... And with his arms crossed, his dragon dog at his side, flying snake and an archer with a bow drawn towards you, and an automaton attempting to turn the cannon as far as it can and failing, you approach the skulking serpent. Greetings. We have a prisoner. We wish to join you and bring this giant of a man as an offer. Uh, the lieutenant kind of looks towards you, whispers something to the, the flying snake as it darts off and into the lower levels. And he, uh, he kind of looks at you and holds out a hand and he says, You wish to join our group, huh? And you brought this. How did you capture it? Why do I want it? Why do I want you? Could be quite the uh, manual laborer, <laughs> being his large stature. <laughs> Quoted word for word from Jeffrey. I love everything about that. He says, yeah, he's a biggin." He kind of will walk towards you, Burn. Uh, and he... Uh, you feel this hand just like slap you straight on your chest and he begins to slap across your body he's got quite the muscle mass this one there's no jiggle at all has he got a name no jiggle mutt mutt he doesn't know much he can't speak very well Oh, Brian worked no Let me good. see his teeth. Has it have it been down? I want to look at his teeth. Make sure it ain't got no diseases. I lift up the uh, the burlap sack just to revealing his mouth. Let them let him inspect. Uh, Burn, give me a performance check as this man tries to pry your mouth open to look inside your mouth. <laughs> okay. He's appraising you like you're a horse. Seventeen. 17. What do you do? It's good enough. I rolled 12. Uh, Bernal kind of... Have you seen Terminator 2? When Arnold yeah. tries to smile? Yeah. Kind yeah. of like that. Like, it's not... 
he like a reluctant kind of like I don't want to be doing this, but I'll do it because yeah. I don't want to get hit. Uh, yeah, he he kind of like looks at you and he's like, "Ew!" and then sticks his fingers in your mouth and like pries your mouth open and he's like counting your teeth and like moving your jaw around, trying to look at your neck muscles and stuff. And he's like, "How many hands is he?" And he looks towards you, Zolthus. Uh, he has two hands. <laughs> <laughs> Legendary. <laughs> uh, the first mate, the lieutenant, looks back towards the other men, and you hear raucous laughter from across their deck. Um, we know how many hands he's got. How many hands is he? <laughs> He just, like, shakes his head, just assuming you're an imbecile. Um, he's like, okay. You have to ask the captain if you can join, but we'll buy him. And, Whoa, uh, wanker! With that, he kind of pulls out this, like, well, gargantuan set of mannequins. Uh, manacles? Bellend! And, uh, I'm assuming you're bound with rope. Two hands, he says. Hands. He's got two hands. He does. <laughs> I, I, we we bound him with, with burn with rope. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you feel cold steel strap around your hands and legs as you're kind of smirking to yourself under your mask about the hands joke, and then around your ankles too. Um, oh, no. Your movement speed is reduced by half, and the black iron manacles have been placed on you as a. Uh, the uh, lieutenant kind of takes you and begins to usher you onto the ship. And he says, how much you want? The only price would be for us to join. We wish to join you. Hmm. We are done with this place. And we want to find new horizons. Well, you have to speak to your captain about that. He's on his way up. Uh, and showing up on deck with him's flying snake is Captain Jace the Viper. Uh, and he will yell ahoy to you from across the deck. And he motions you on board. Uh, so go ahead and just join the common area here. Um, Drez is going to take burn below deck. Ozel, you're inside uh, the mouth of... Yep. Okay. This is Pelican to Sneak Thief. We are inside the bird. I can repeat, we are inside the bird. Maybe... Maybe Copy while we're that. talking to him, you can get inside his... Maybe, I don't know. Burn, I'm going to jump to you first. Uh, you are ushered below deck and chained to multiple places on the wall. Uh, and you can see a row of prisoners as uh, the first mate kind of hands you off to the guards. Uh, you see a robotic dog and a man of iron, and it takes the two of them to kind of take this chain that runs between your feet and your hands, and they will reposition you so that you are chained behind your back and to the wall uh, and to your feet. So your feet are connected. Your hands are behind your back, and you are chained to the wall in two places. Uh, and there is a row of prisoners, as the other ones will kind of escort themselves back and back up. 
the Men of Iron don't speak. You can hear this kind of whirring and clicking of gears. Um, there's steam coming off of them. And it says, observation mode. And then its head begins to spin in a circle as its eyes are wide open. And <laughs> the man next to you says, fucking get, look at it. It doesn't speak. It doesn't move. Oi! And he kind of, like, throws his arm against you and your head's still kind of covered in a bag. What brings you here? Trouble. Well, we got us a bright one, eh? Manual labor and all that. Uh, you hear another <laughs> voice that starts to make a dirty limerick about your size and then a hyena's laugh. Uh, it's really high-pitched and kind of yucky uh, as it yips and laughs at the, the gross limit about your size. Uh, Burn will try and scare these guys quiet by, like, uh, like throwing... Oh, wait, you said my hands are behind my back? Yeah, yeah. Mm, maybe just, like, a, a, like a jerk towards them, like I'm like trying to attack them, but I, I'm chained against the wall. I can't get to them. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, uh, give me intimidation. Intimidation. 24. 24. Yeah. Uh, the, the one closest to you goes, Crocky! And like backs up and like tries to like get out of your path as you do it. Uh, the hyena laughs and the bard laughs. Um, but yeah, the guy next to you is like quiet. He's like, I don't want to mess with that. So... Man, 24 didn't imitate those guys? Jesus. I did the one closest to you, but not the other two. So. Uh, oh, yeah, no, not the other two. Dang. But, yeah, the the one next to you is quiet. Mm, can these things, I'm assuming they could hear us. Uh, do you want to ask? The, the black, uh, or the man of iron? Mm-hmm. Do they hear? He says, um, in a matter of speaking, yes, they hear. But they do not hear in the traditional sense of a human. They have delegations that are given to them. Like this one is on patrol. And so is its little dog. And there's just this hulking, like, mechanical bulldog-like creature that is sitting... And its head is also rotating, but it's rotating opposite direction of the Man of Iron, uh, who's literally standing in attention, and he's got a spear um, and what looks to be like a watch captain's hat, almost. Do they understand? They, from what I have seen, they only understand their directive. Like, if you told it to piss off, it would not understand. If we planned escape, what then? Well, then you plan an escape, partner. And he kind of looks at you. Are you planning an escape? Mm. And Burn will kind of... I got, can he sit? Yeah, there's like crates behind you. Okay, he'll just like kind of reside to his current fate. Because... We don't want to start a ruckus till we get to where we're going, so he's not really sure what he wants or is capable of doing yet. He's leaving sure. it up to the rest of the party. Okay. <clears throat> um, 
Okay. Back up top, uh, Captain Jace hails you onto the boat as you guys kind of get in here. And he says, so, you want to join the crew. Why? Not many people willingly join the Zentarum. I hear there's corn to be made. What kind of corn are you looking for? Coin, not corn. Oh, I heard corn. <laughs> I heard corn! <laughs> I definitely heard corn. <laughs> it's corn. Uh, yeah, he mockingly says corn as you look at him since you slurred the word with your, your attempt at doing a non-accent while having not an accent. Like the yellow kind? The striped kind? I mean, platinum would be the best, I would imagine. If not, we're going for other gems and currencies. Spoken like a true man. What are your skills, pirate? Uh, I am a wayward cleric. I have uh, healing capabilities. To what god in this broken land do you pray? Asmodeus, mayhap? Vecna no. himself? I had prayed to one that was once lost. Uh, but my powers still seem to be here for some reason. And which one would that be? Insight from Jace to you. Sure. I had prayed to the Night Mother. Ooh, she dead though. Mm-hmm. I don't think I know who that is. Um, you're not technically lying, so I guess persuasion? Sure! Eighteen. Eighteen. Sixteen. Yeah. He just kind of shrugs. He's like, never heard of it. She is long forgotten. The only god I have is that which is golden. Clinks in your pocket and carries a hefty weight. And the horse seemed to like it, too. Gold. Real gentleman. <laughs> um, and then Jace looks to you, uh... I have 27 for insight against you, Zoltis. Jesus. He wants to check your demeanor. So tell, me, I... tell me about like how you're standing, what you're doing, that kind of thing. Uh, I would say I'm looking... I would standing standing relaxed, and I would... Uh, mentioned him my skills of uh, I have many skills when it comes to dealing death as you say that uh, Jason's arms are crossed uh, his left arm over his right you can make out his hand and the, the his left arm crossed under his right arm uh, flicking through different thieves camped and making unbreaking eye contact with you seeing if you can make it back to you as he begins to speak. He's like, yes, you do look quite adept at dealing death. Why don't you give me a perception check to see if you can make out what he is signing to you through Thieves' Cant. Oh, 17. 17. Easy peasy. Yeah, no problems at all. Uh, how do you reply in kind as he says, this one seems like a stiff and uh, points his right hand to Marius' side. Uh, and towards you, he says, and do you know your way around the local language? 
I would reply, a bit of a stiff, but a useful one. He smiles. And can and I just ask, sorry for context, when he's talking language, is he talking Thieves Can't? Or? Yeah, yeah, he's talking oh. specifically Thieves Can't, if you okay. know. I would say, uh, basically, that I grew up speaking it. Uh, nice. I grew up in, this, in uh, a place where it was very common. Uh, he gets this devilish smile over his face. He's like, and you will go far, my boy. You will go far. But, alas, while I can take you to our recruiting outpost, you do not fully join my crew until you pass the loyalty test there. So, for the time being, you may exist on this deck and the one below it, but not the lowest deck. You will drink, indulge yourself, perhaps, and he kind of looks and the crew kind of giggles. He's like, for it is a night to celebrate. We leave at nightfall. Do you have anything you need to do in the city before departing? Not at this time. No. Uh, He will yell at the top of his lungs, Watch, Captain! And you hear this... And it's clanking across the deck as this man of iron comes streaking across and stops. And it says, designation. He says, these two are on probation. Keep an eye on them. And uh, the watch captain says, affirmative. And the watch captain will stand right in front of the two of you. Another one comes streaming over. Uh, and you can kind of see these these lights behind their eyes. One eye is red looking at you, Marius. It's left eye. Its right eye begins to blink between blue and yellow. On the opposite side, Zolthus, the right eye of the watch captain is red staring at you, and the other one blinks blue and yellow until they synchronize green, and then they turn both eyes red as they make unbrinking eye contact. And Jay says... Please understand, it is only a preventative measure. Everyone who has joined my crew has had to deal with the Men of Iron, and, of course, they will keep an eye on you for now, at a distance, and they hear affirmative in tandem from each other. They will just escort you and keep you from going any places you shouldn't go. The man understood. Quite. Okay. Uh, first, he reaches his hand out to shake yours, Marius. His right hand. Do you shake his hand? Uh, sure, yeah. Okay, you shake his hand. Uh, and then he reaches his left hand out to you, Zolthus, to shake your hand. So he did right hand for hand? me, left hand for him? Yep. Alright, I respond with the left hand. Yeah. He smiles and he says... Enjoy the fun, gentlemen. And then walks below deck. As the ship begins to prepare for departure, Captain Jace will kind of just tell them to be ready. Ready sails. Wrap up what's going on on shore. Uh, and you have free reign of the top two levels. Um, as time passes, we'll say about an hour goes by, of uh, you guys kind of settling in. We'll meet some of the other crew in here just a little bit. In an hour's time, I will need Marius 
and Zolthus to make a constitution saving throw. You have been poisoned with contact poison. Through my gloves? Yas. Constitution saving throw. Sweet. 18. Oh. 12. Okay. Um, 18 is enough. Zolthus... You feel that your inhibitions to lie have been lifted. You cannot tell a lie for the next 24 hours while you are technically quote-unquote poisoned. Right. Uh, and I will let you relay that information when you are in the privacy of your own space. Uh, but for now, we're going to jump to the eye in the sky. Pelican 1, Pelican 1, do you copy? Over. I do. Pokemon One, what are you doing? Well, well, as they're docked, uh, Stolas has been largely pretending to be a normal bird. So, swooping into the water, flying over to the deck to sit there and presumably eat his catch. Although, he's not going to swallow poor Ozol. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, just trying to, I guess... Act as naturally as possible. Um, okay. Are there any windows on the sides or, I don't know, like ports uh, on this ship that they could at some point maybe squeeze into? You know, Because I'm not so seeing the side of this. Why don't you take Ozol and yourself and Vor, if you're holding Vor, down to the lowest layer okay. and... In the middle of the lowest layer, actually, now that you guys have... I can just take these off, too, uh, because we have explored the ship and there's nothing to hide, really, anymore. Um, so now you have free reign of the map, and that should help with line of sight and all that fun stuff. Um, these little lines on here, on either side, are technically portholes. Oh, I'm not on your layer, sorry. Uh, are technically portholes that run across here. There are five. Would you like to try and see if one's open, or do you want to spit Ozol out on one? What would you like to do? Ozol, what would you prefer? You want me to just Ozol... sort of swoop by, or... Are you um... speaking to him telepathically? Yeah, I okay. sense he's... Just making sure. I think that we should stay together. Okay. Okay. Uh, he's, he, uh, Stolas is going to still kind of like swoop by and see if maybe he can see anything through them. Like, if he gets a glimpse of anything of note. You can do, like, a, a flyby um, several times. We'll say you circle the bottom part of the boat uh, kind of inconspicuously as possible, right? Um, so why don't... Hmm, do you want to make a stealth check? Or do you want to make a perception check? Stealth um, will offer you more information. Perception will offer you less, but is less conspicuous. Uh, I'll go ahead and do stealth. Let's see. Okay. A 17? 17. Uh, I'm going to roll nature against two guys. I have a 6 and a 12. So you're, you're in the clear. Hey, um, let's go. As long as you do not proceed through a window, in which case you will have to make a stealth check against the sentries who are on guard 
in the lower part. Those being the men of iron and the dog of iron in, in the lowest level of the boat. Okay? Okay. Um, yeah, you can make out two things. One, you can see Burn with his burlap sack. And two, you make out someone you have not seen in a long time. You assume they look a little bit different, a little bit older, a little bit more beat up. You can make out Seth the Bowman from Barovia. And he is sporting something shiny under his left collar. It's this teeny tiny little pin that looks like a harp. Other than that, those are the only things you can make out. Good. Okay. Uh, lastly, the probably after you kind of have taken stock of where things are at, you think the upper level, there is no crow's nest on this boat. Uh, you would assume because the flying snakes kind of fly century and carry messages, that's kind of something all of you pick up as you see these... Uh, slithering reptile creatures with wings moving between the Zentarum, um, kind of slithering and doing the little tongue thing snakes do, delivering messages. Uh, you think probably the safest place would be on one of the upper masts, where you could offer that you kind of be hidden while the ma the uh, sails are at full. Okay. So, yeah. We'll try that. Well, I guess when it's moving. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The time passes. I'm going to fast forward unless Ozol or unless I guess any of you have anything for me. You me yeah, I can't, to in, or... I can't be in polymorph forever. So at some okay. point I will need to get somewhere to hide. Okay. Well, why don't we I'm... do that? Then? Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say uh, I can telepathically speak to Mars with these rings. You can. Um, I would basically say, let's let's go downstairs and try to fit in. So, like, maybe go to this room here with Drez. Okay. Um, is that is that like a galley? What's what is this? Sorry. Yeah, that is that is the main galley. Um, so yeah, let's head there for some food and some drinks and try to. Uh, uh, and I also say to Marius, let's see if there's any. Uh, pain points we can discover between the crew and use it against them. Marius, <laughs> this message comes through to you, somewhat delayed from the mines, because it goes Zolthus's thought to the ring to your ring to your thought. Sure, we can go and do that, you know? Let's see what they got. <laughs> Again, from Marius to you, Zolthus. And then uh, I, I, I basically, I guess, gesture forward towards the, the steps, and then uh, we yeah. start moving down. <laughs> Sorry. What? What the hell? Crab metal. Never mind. Crab battle. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I hear you. Uh, you do that. The rest of the crew will take their positions up top as the ship departs. Um. Let's say your men of iron will just kind of stand sentry here. Is and this a door? Or when, what is this? That is a door, mm -hmm. yes. Sorry, I didn't make this boat map. I found it's it a... uh, online. So, as for the upper decks, there's this kind of cruel imp-looking creature that is just kind of huddled, hanging out. Um, the 
he will man the back. The dog will return back to Jace in his quarters. This little dragon dog. And so will the flying snake. Um, Maven will return to her quarters. And Danny G will take the wheel. As that is happening, still loss. Um, before we jump to cards here, there are two areas of entry that you can see. On the second level, the front cannon is not currently manned. This offers an opportunity for Ozal to get on board, and there are like barrels and crates and stuff stacked there, and potentially find a place to hide. As about an hour's time is getting ready to come up, and Ozal's polymorph is going to expire. Uh, do you want me to drop you off, Ozal? Yes, please. All right. Stolas is going to kind of flutter here and let him slide right onto the cannon and into the ship. Okay. Also, put yourself at the tip on the second layer. Uh, oh, sorry. Up here. Those are technically manned if you oh, go sorry. up one. Yeah, I know. You're good. I guess I could pull them back down to the center no, layer. You're good. Be all the way on the you're top. good. Yeah. Uh, as for that, this is a good stopping point. Let's take our, our 10 minute bio break here. Wow, 10 minutes. Uh, or 5, 5 is 10, whatever, right? Uh, we'll call it 12, uh, 212. We'll be back in just a little bit. Yeah, if you're watching and you want to uh, comment anything for us to read, by all means, we would appreciate it. We'll read it at the beginning of the uh, continuation of this episode. Okay. You are sitting at a table. Um, Drez kind of pours himself a grog out of this giant cask sitting on the table. Uh, and he gestures to you guys, you're like, oh, please partake. And uh, pulls out a deck of playing cards and sits down and begins to shuffle, kind of looking at the two of you, gesturing to seats at the table. Um. About an hour passes, Ozal, as you get dropped there. off, and you turn back into human boy. Okay. What do you do? Uh, so, can you describe... Is this stairs right here? So, that is a door. Oh, it's a to door. To the bow okay. of the boat, to the front crew cabin. Okay. Um, um, the first thing Ozal will do is make sure his watch is running. Okay. Yeah, it uh, it clicks somewhat out of tune uh, because the the world in general, its time has been mostly broken, right? Mm -hmm. It's just kind of a fact that that Ozol is dealing with here. So it clicks, it's fine, but it's not great. And then I just want to confirm: if I make my portal appear, it's invisible to everybody else, or no? It is. It can be stumbled through, but it is invisible per the invisibility, like, guidelines. So if a creature can see invisible creatures or sense magic, like, see invisible magic things, they will see a portal. Mm -hmm. So you should be strategic as to where you place it and how you place it. Yeah. Uh, is there a lock on this door? There is not. What color is the portal? <clears throat> it's blue. Oh, put it just above the water where only you know it is and you can jump in it. Well, it's invisible. <laughs> but it's yeah, but invisible if he knows where it is. 
I was gonna say like stand on a barrel, one of the barrels up say, there, go and cast one of the rope boxes. Yeah. Yeah. I... See, that's the tough thing, right? It's like if no one's in here, I don't need to hide. But if someone comes in here, I will need to hide. Yeah. Well, you're good until you're not. So that's how it always is. Yeah. Uh, Ozol will. Um, is there space to hide behind these barrels or no? You can try. Like, if I was to move them. the. Yeah, yeah, I'll try to hide behind yeah. the barrel for now. So crouch down. There's a small cargo net that attaches them to the side of the boat and then to the base of the boat. Uh, there are two large barrels. Do you open either of them out of curiosity? Oh, no, I, I would like to, yeah. Okay. They Mage, are I, is it like the barrel tops? I guess, I, what do you mean by Like break it open? Or? They're just nailed down. I mean, you could easily put enough leverage to open it if you wanted to. Yeah, I'll take a look. Okay. The spice? No. Snakes! Uh, the first one is filled to the <laughs> brim with salt. And as you kind of push the top around, you can make out meat. It is a salt, salted meat oh, salt pork. barrel, right? Okay. It's just regular food rations for common sailors. You yeah, kinda, yeah, I know what salt pork is. Pockets you know. Exactly. Um, do you take any of it? Uh, sure. Yeah, I'll take some, okay. some rations. Yeah, go ahead and add a day's worth of rations to your inventory. Okay. Non-perishable. Uh, um, I'll also just take a little bit of salt as well. Yeah. There you go. The second barrel you open is roll a d20. Uh, sorry, give me one second. I'm trying to add salt and rations. Snakes? I will do that. Give me <laughs> no, one I second. No, I don't have snakes salt. on this plane. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought about it. Should I hide like a, a trick barrel on here? Or like, I was like, no, Bats. I don't want to piss them off. Okay, what is the roll? Sorry, d20? One, two. Yes, roll a d20 to determine your category and then a d3. Five. Okay. Roll a D5? D5. Well, uh, I don't D, think a D5 D4, exists. And then add one. Uh, five. Okay. You find... You hear that book action? Ooh. I feel it. It's like ASMR. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Two, page 225. Goddamn. 227. <clears throat> Number one and number three. Number one, what is inside? You find a two-foot-long iron key with a grinning skull Wow! for its crest. And number three, uh, you find a pouch of almond-shaped seeds? Question mark. They taste terrible, but are not poisonous. They are not magical. They are unidentifiable. They're eggs. Oh, they're eggs. Okay. Find uh, why eggs. would you call them seeds? That's how the book described it. Almond-shaped seeds. Okay. But they're eggs. Question mark. But they're eggs. Yeah. <laughs> and and the second item was a large two-foot iron key. Yep. Does it? Is it same thing? It's purely decorative. It? Oh, okay. You, you think that it's like probably like some sort of item for sale? It's got like a skull on the back end. Uh -huh. Yeah, these guys are barterers. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ozol, um... Merchants, rather. Yeah, okay. So that's all I'll do for now. And I will end okay. my turn. But yeah, so you're able to move the barrels and create a barrel fort and hide behind them under the cargo net. Barrel sure. fort. Now, if someone does come, um, I guess I could, uh, uh, use the Robe of Stars to disappear into the, um, ethereal plane. Mm-hmm. You could. You could do that. 
You also so gain that... plus two for being behind partial cover. Ooh, nice. Stealth. Okay, perfect. Yeah, that, that's that sort of be my uh, plan of, uh, you know. Did you pocket those two items? Is that where you wrote it down? Oh, I thought that's what you were telling me to do. I'm sorry. No, you can if you want to. I'm just curious. If you want to steal them, you can. I can give you gold value for both if you'd like. Yeah, we could do that after stream. It's not a bad idea. Okay. Just interesting things that might be useful later. All right. And, uh, yeah, that'll be my turn so far. I guess go ahead and add that to the Discord chat then, since we're keeping yeah. stuff in there. Um, yeah, you, you find a place to hide. Stolas, are you just <coughs> keeping bank? And I mean, at some point, you're going to start getting tired of flying. Even yeah, you're yeah uh, sorry. I was, uh, I'll just move to the safest spot on the mast. Okay. I just sort of, I don't know, keep an ear out or just wait for someone to send me a message. For sure. Um, Danny G, the Conjurer, which you don't know his name, but for those out there who are listening in an audio format, the, the man driving the boat is an old wizard who's a conjurer named Danny G. Uh, begins to hum softly to himself. Off-key in a pitch that makes your skin crawl, you hear this demonic voice humming along with him as they begin to sing in tandem multiple different songs um, as they drive the boat. Zolthus That's actually kind of cool. I'm not going to lie. Thanks, man. I try. Uh, Zolthus and Marius, you guys sit down to cards... Uh, Drez begins to kind of deal uh, for this seven dragon ante, uh, and he pulls out a bag of coin and sets down two gold pieces and then looks to the rest of you. I'll put down two gold pieces. Solthus? I will uh, do the same. Okay. He says, so... <clears throat> Adventurers? Other faction? Tell me. Tell me about yourself. This, this is where you feel the poison kick in. Because it has okay. been officially an hour. Just as a heads up, for roleplay reasons. You cannot lie. Is I'm new technically a mercenary, right? New recruit. Yeah. Uh, are you telling a lie? Or are you... No, we, we just agreed to join the crew with Jace. That's true. There you go. Uh, and and I believe you said eight, 18 said pass, right? Yes, yes, for you. I was just curious yeah, you were going to say, I'll have you roll either deception or persuasion, depending on you know how you're skirting the truth or that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily to see how accurate you are. That's, that's fine. He kind of nods, and he says, Marius, what is the most despicable thing you've ever done? Uh, and he kind of puts one card down, pulls one card from the top of the deck, and smiles as he gestures for your turn to go. Uh, my name is Blue. Oh, sorry. Mr. Blue. I called you Marius. Go to the Dungeon Master. I don't know your name is Marius. <laughs> <laughs> Just for, to clear things Divine up. Smite! <laughs> no. Oh, God. <laughs> no. Uh, nefarious isn't really my... my thing, per se. I, uh... I can make sure your wounds are closed if uh, something was to happen to you. So you're saying as a follower of this knight? Mother? Mother of night? You don't do nefarious things. You don't sneak around. We don't kill people. There's no death cult. Nothing cool. 
No, not generally. But uh, yeah, she's she's kind of been forgotten by most. That's a dumb god. He kind of like drinks his grog. What a what about you? He turns to you, Mr. Black. You got a god? Ah. Those are things I don't spend my time with. <sighs> Spoken like a man after my own heart. The only god for me is the rich gold coin right in front of us. Uh, at which he lays down the equivalent to a royal flush, and he calls your guys' cards. Which are terrible. Say, did I notice, perceive him, you know, shuffling the deck in a uh, trickster way or, you know, sliding a card in or out? I I compared my roll to your, my sleight of hand to your passive perception and you did not catch it. Uh, Sorry, man. He's good. Yeah, he takes his five gold off the table. I'll fold. So what kind of entertainment was the captain speaking of? Oh. Captain! He says. Uh, he says, we're on our way. Danny G's driving, if you know what I'm saying. He kind of like ribs you across the table, like throwing his arm out. He's like, should we bust out the spice? He's like, have you ever had the spice? There's no sweeter treat in the entirety of the realms. And uh, he will kind of retreat to a, a bedroom behind him. Uh, as the captain kind of grunts his assent from the other room. Uh, and return with a small, like, uh, glass vial with a stopper. And uh, he offers it to you. He's like, surely as a man of the streets, Mr. Black, you have had your fair share of spice. Do I first. know the side effects of spice? Uh, roll me a history check. Oof. Not a not a clue. This is not something you would do in the astral plane, truth be told. And it wouldn't have been any of the time that I spent in uh nope. in the dark uh Islington? Nope. Yeah. Islington okay. does not traffic in illegal substances like drugs or children. And what of the uh City of Midnight when I grew up there? Would there be gangs that partake in it that I would have potentially uh, astral spice is a little different than like common earth spice or toral alright say could my my knowledge in medicine at all give me an idea what this substance does Mm, what's your I mean I'll let you roll it maybe go ahead and roll I'm gonna set it at like 17 27 27 yeah, it's bad stuff. It, it's basically poison for your system. Uh, you get real loopy, real high, and there are some reports that if you take enough, you actually transcend your mortal coil and can float the astral sea as a ghost. Damn. Well. Uh, so he says, initiation bump, and he like kind of sets some down in front of you. You're first. And he looks at you, Mr. Black. So I'm going to do this. Is there any way... Am I able to use this test of sleight of hand to to deceptively not Ooh. actually do it? Yeah, go for it. Alright, so I'm going to take the take the uh, the tray from him. And uh, 
as I'm, uh, I'll move some of the spice off to the co to the corner that I that I want uh, to take it from, and as I sniff it in, I knock the tray a bit, knocking the bit that I was supposed to sniff, almost pretending to to uh, take it, and I hit a thirty. Oh my Jesus. god! Jesus, damn! It's even better than that. You you knew something's going to happen as you do it. The beer that you've been drinking, or not drinking, you kind of grab some of the foam to gather up all the spice. You push it into the corner and are able to flick it as like a little ball as you kind of tilt the tray up towards your, your mouth and nose. Off into the corner and it drops down to your cape as you move your foot over it and slide the this slushy material now across the bottom of the deck. And then set the tray down as if nothing happened. And uh, Drew looks at you and he just, he starts to clap. He's like, oh my god. He's like, I have never seen someone take so much so fast. You're going to have a great time. And then he turns to you, Mr. Blue, as he uh, holds the vial out to you. He's like, alright, initiation, your turn, bud. I will, uh, I'll, I'll have to pass. It's not necessarily my thing. I'm here for I'm the afraid coin. it's non-negotiable, my for... man. Everyone on crew tries the spice. Come on! Uh, that's 27 to Persuade. Say it's against your religion. It's Ooh, not, religion. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not really my thing. So I'd rather just continue to play cards. Or drink the wine. Wine? Look at this wine drinker. There's only grog on this boat. Come on. He's just like, fine, that's how you want to be. I'm sure the captain would love to have someone so straight-laced sailing the seas with us. Jeez. Do these guys speak thieves' cant? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to cant to them that uh, the captain noticed he's a bit of a stiff. But again, a useful one. So... Uh, the, uh, to, the, to, implying to both of them. The nondescript uh, assassin-looking character to the right uh, just kind of shrugs and signs back the wouldn't be the first stiff they work with. Hopefully he doesn't get stationed on our boat. Uh, and Driz signs back something very inappropriate and derogatory about uh, our poor Mr. Marius over here. Um, I, uh, I laugh with a sign back. Okay. Trying to uh, get on his good side. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he'll take it just like a... Uh, well, actually, Marius, you want to roll me D100s? Sure! Eight. Oh man, yeah, he takes a fat bump, like not paying attention, like way too much. Um, <laughs> about an hour passes, and you see his like he's just kind of like this normal looking, you know, kind of maybe dark elf, maybe high elf. You're not quite sure. He's kind of wearing a shroud and dark clothing. He turns like this greenish color, and his eyes, uh, unlike the captain's eyes, uh, who or not the captain, the uh, the other gentleman up north who had just a subtle glow blue to them, they are, like, violet, like, almost violet in color. And he's like, I, <clears throat> I'm gonna go lay down. And then he turns around and vomits on the ground as he stumbles off to his bunk. Uh, leaving you with nondescript guard number one, who just kind of looks over to him and 
like looks at you guys, he's like, Spice, am I right? Anyways, I gotta get back to duty, I guess, so, uh, excuse me. He'll walk past you and go to the captain's quarters. And you are left with a stinking pile of vomit, a spilled beer, uh, and a small tumbler of spice that is on the table. And a flying snake, sorry, in the corner, who just kind of is coiled on the table looking at you. I'll hold it up and kind of take a look at the, the spice that's there. Um, then I'll file. Yeah. I'll uh, stand up then and walk into this room here. Mm-hmm. Kind of just take a look around since I haven't been in here yet. Um, yeah. yeah, the, the first mate is asleep. Uh, this guy... He is just kind of on his bed reading, and he looks up at you, and he's like, Can I help you? As you kind of enter. I was just going to put this back wherever this guy found it. Hmm. He just kind of holds his hand out to you. I'll toss it to him. He catches it and pockets it. <laughs> just kind of looking around a bit. Anything of interest here in this room? No, it's pretty pretty Spartan-esque, right? There's a small desk, uh, a chair, two beds, a dresser, right? rug on the ground. Not a lot. I don't think Maris has spent a lot of time at sea. I would say maybe the closest thing is like a Vistani wagon, like trying to look for inconsistencies. And you have a pretty high perception. Um, I mean, like really the only thing you notice is his bed is like undone in one spot. Like maybe he reached for something, but that's... Mm. You know, it could be something as simple as a book, not enough to be like uh, a secret closet or something. Sweet. Well, after that, uh, I'll take a step out. Uh, I'm actually going to go to the top deck and go to the back end of the ship and take a piss off the edge. <laughs> yeah, uh, you you walk past, and there is this the nastiest smell that you have smelled in the entirety of your life as you walk past Danny G the Conjurer. Standing next to him, singing along with him, is some sort of imp-like creature whose voice sounds like nails on a chalkboard as they sing What do we do with the drunken sailor? And they just kind of sing back and forth to each other in tandem. Um... And the poor guy on the back, who his literally he has his elbows on the top of the cannon mount. He's leaning on it, and his hands are covering his elven ears as he mans the gun. He sees you come to take a piss, and he's like, "Oh, thank God, relieve the guard duty. I'll be back." And just walks away, leaving you uh, there. And he will retreat down towards the lower section of the boat. Lovely. Alright, well I'm guarding the, the back end of the boat now then. <laughs> so, um, as you are taking a piss, like clockwork, oh, pun intended, uh, you hear this tsh, 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 metallic feet across the boat, and then a psh as you finish your piss to see the man of iron staring at you as you finish your piss off the back of the boat. 
After a bit, I eventually start kind of whistling to the same tune. Yeah. They're off key, uh, but it's kind of catchy. As you're doing that, you you actually draw the attention of this creature, and it it peeks its head around the corner and it says, "What is it?" And it's like looking at you with these brilliant like orange eyes addressing you. Uh huh. And it looks at you. What is it? Oh, I was just whistling along. No, 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 no. It. And he, like, points up and down to you. It's not human. I am a human. What are you talking about? No, no, no. It doesn't smell human. Well, mm, more appropriately, a I'm, a, I'm a drow. <laughs> no, 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 no. It isn't drow. Deception. Eighteen. Uh, 14 for me. Dang. He says, Hmm, I smelled it before, but it ain't that. And it just continues to kind of leer at you around the corner as you conceal your true form. Twice over with the hat of disguise. Oh, yes. Twice over. Um, it kind of comes back and tries to attempt to get the, the attention of this, this poor wizard man who is just driving this poor boat. And he's like, I don't have time for what you're telling me, imp! And he, like, smacks it, and you hear it, like, it's... Like, no, masters, I'm sorry. It isn't what it is, though. No. And he just kind of, huff, back to our song. Uh, Stolas, you witness all this from your bird's eye view. <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> uh, at this point, it's, it's been four or five hours. Um... And the guy never comes back? No. Oh, no. In fact, uh, as that's happening, I, and I'll give Zolthus a chance to go before he goes, but uh, it, he just kind of, you hear him tell the other two guys, which are technically on the top cannons, but this top section is also the middle section on the middle map. He's like, yeah, I'm going to take the front port, I think. I don't I don't want to be back there with Danny G and his imp while they sing. <laughs> and the other ones, they kind of laugh. They're like, yeah. I mean, I'm half tempted to go hide in the cargo hood with the secure cargo, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, the prisoners, at least they don't sing. And uh, one of the guys is like, we're not supposed to talk about the secure cargo hold. It's a secret. Still us, your bird, your keen bird ears, and Marius, well, uh, a little bit over the, the droning of them, and probably Ozol to some extent, kind of hear this as it's going on. Sultus, are you just hanging out in the galley? Message to all. Telepathically secure cargo. Uh, Ozol will chime in and say, "Fore or aft?" Subdecks. <laughs> Copy that. Uh, uh, I'm with my perception in this room. Do I notice anything out of interest in here in the galley? Not really. No, it's probably too common a space to actually hide something like that. Okay. Right. Um, and the captain's door, is there a key port for it? Yeah, there's a keyhole. It's not locked. There's just a drought, or not a drought, but a, an elven creature leaning against it. Um, and you can kind of hear whispered voices in the um, Jace's cabin of them talking. Right. Um... Are these our sleeping quarters? 
You have not been assigned quarters yet. You could have asked Drez, but he uh, he unfortunately failed his constitution check three times over, and the last one was a critical failure, uh, on top of taking way too much spice. So you kind of are just wherever you want to go, essentially, right? As long as it's not the lower part. All right, um... I'm going to make my way towards those corridors. Um, on my way through, so the only way down then is the stairs here. Is that uh, the yes. Only, here as well? Here and there, yep. Okay. I'm just trying to see if there's anything in particular. I was I wanted to talk up Drez when he was all messed up. But like uh, I wanted to ask him some info, but he, like you said, he failed too hard. Um, I'm just trying to think. I'm gonna yeah. move in here. I guess when I pass, is there anything else, else in here out of interest that's as I come through here? Nope. You kind of get a head nod from the uh, the other two archers that are manning the cannons in the middle of the level. As you do that, you hear this clunking and the door open behind you as the men of iron kind of whirs in and stands out of your way, but still within line of sight. Um, as you cross over, Ozil, I need you to make a stealth check as this guy walks out and kind of size real hard pulls something out of his pocket and it's kind of shiny on the edges um, and kind of just stares at it uh, 19 for stealth yeah you're good he seems to be preoccupied looking at whatever he's looking at so I'm gonna walk out there and at, and and as I walk out to that front front area can I see what he's looking at? Yeah, you, you pull open the door, and he's so enthralled in what he's doing, he drops this picture frame, uh, and it clatters against the deck, and he, like, stands at attention, and then looks at you, and he's like, Hey! Some of us are over here on guard duty! And he pulls the door closed. Jesus. I guess he doesn't say Jesus, because Jesus isn't really a deity. Uh, Vector's toes! And he, like, picks up the... the... <laughs> portrait or whatever, and, like, kind of goes back to staring at it, and, like, looking over his shoulder from time to time. Is he masturbating? No, he's just a lonely sailor. He's not, whoa, what? He said no. he's looking at a portrait and he's like talking about <laughs> He's toes. got a portrait of his lost love. That's the trait I wrote down for him. He's wow. the lonely, sad sailor who misses his port girl, okay? Everyone's got a backstory. You just gotta look into it. Cody, does this, um, where we're at, does this overlook the water? Or are we like in a compartment, like our, our room? Basically? Oh yeah, you. this overlooks the water uh, and you are at the, the frontmost part of the boat, but the the middle section is raised, um, kind of where the the middle deck, right? So here, where these two cannons are, is raised up above everything else. And mm. then you have the captain's quarters behind it, and above the captain's quarters is where Marius and the tiller are. Right? So it's stacked like Captain Hook's pirate ship from, like, Peter Pan, right? Mm -hmm. So you're walking straight up or straight down, depending on which direction you're going. I see. Okay. I'm gonna telepathically say to Ozal, "Are you safe? And uh, if you, should we look for Burn?" 
Uh, I will say um, telepathically that I believe Mr. Red is one deck down, unfamiliar with this individual. Are they dangerous? That message comes first. Are you referencing, sorry, the archer? <clears throat> yeah, whoever's in the room with me. Yeah. Um, he seems uh, lonely. I, w I, w I would say you can easily... He's easily distracted and you can hide from them. Uh, Ozol will... Um, <clears throat> hmm... Let me see here. Um, uh, Ozol will ask telepathically, do you know his name? No. Um, has Ozol heard the voice of the captain ever? Mm-mm. You were in okay. the beak when he was talking to the other guys pretty far away, and then you used your arc. Yeah, arc eye. Yeah, I cannot do yep. that, yeah. Okay. Um, and has there been any noises on the ship that I've heard that I've noticed where people are coming or going based on these noises? Other than the change right now, no. Marius's laughter, maybe. You can hear fucking Danny G, the conger conjurer up top, singing along with his terrible song. But it's kind of drowned out because at the front of the boat, all of the waves, it's picked up, and it's starting to become nighttime. The sea's getting a little bit rougher. The front end's going up, and then coming down, and you are constantly getting splashes of water. You are quite wet and quite cold at this point. Not enough to be worried about, but a prolonged position here. It's uncomfortable, and you'll probably start taking exhaustion if you stay the night here. You won't get any sleep. Um, um, uh, Oz Ozol will ask uh, Mr. Uh, Black, um, is this door locked? To, uh, you know, if when the door was closed, if it was locked, or if it was locked to begin with? No, it's not. <clears throat> Uh, and then he'll say, we may need to push this man off the boat. Okay. I mean, yeah, I, I guess, like, how long have, have the watches typically been? I guess what so uh, sent us out this. Four hours, or five hours. It's just now, like, six o'clock. So, so this guy potentially could be here for six hours. Yeah. There's not a very big crew. You think they'd probably switch once, like, nightfall actually hits, and they're forced to switch? Um... You so. said it's 6 a.m. or 6 p.m. approximately? 6 p.m. Um, does he look strong? Uh, you can't quite tell from where you're at. You're also under a cargo net. You're, like, well hidden, right? Yeah. Um, so you'd have to weasel your way out or squeeze, which is going to take your movement. At which point you will probably, you know, make some noise. Yeah. So, and there is a deck above you. Right, because this this layer you could, here. <laughs> you could ask for help too. Stolas yeah. isn't doing anything. I was just getting ready to point. Yeah, you out, I was gonna say, and then you have Stolas and Overwatch. So I'm just gonna quickly respond to Ozal. I have um, an escort. 
I see. Okay. So I can't assist with pushing him off. I think this uh, might paint a better picture of what's happening oh, if I do this. Because this is technically the upper decks. Even though this middle section is the same, this is more of what it actually looks like. If that oh, makes sense. Um... Okay. Uh, Ozal is going to... Um, Okay, so I guess can you put us where we were? I guess just so I can see yeah, where he's of at. Course. Mage hand only works on small. Yeah, you're talking oh. five pounds. No, I have telekinetic also. Oh, there you go. Uh, Ozal will um, cast minor illusion here over the edge of the boat. Uh, a fair maiden's voice will occur in his head. Yeah, you want to give me your best approximation of that with a deception check? Ooh, I don't know if I could do that. Uh, I can give you a deception check. Come on, for all the listeners out there who want sexy female Ozol, uh, for all the fan fiction that gets written about our show. We have fan fiction about our show? A three. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <Whoa. laughs> hey there, sailor. You're looking for You want to get your pee-pee touched? <laughs> <laughs> He's startled, to say the least. But uh, uh, out of nowhere, he will look up. And I don't think the that. The boat. I guess. Do I have to try to deceive him? It just happens, like a, a no, sound of a fair maiden. Yeah, sure. Yeah, just to get him to move over the edge of the boat, basically. Uh, he will swivel the cannon right towards what you're saying because he doesn't see anything, but he hears it, and he's he is a trained mercenary. Uh, he swivels the cannon and drops his photo. Who's there? Like looking around. What was that? Is it the mermaids again? I hope it's not the mermaids again. Uh, the voice will say, I've missed you. Come over the edge, please. Sirens! Oh, God. Uh, he turns Zolthus, and I need you to make a dexterity saving throw as he tries to push his way through the door. Or a strength check if you want to hold the door closed. Uh, sorry, dex would be to get out of his way? Yep. Or strength, which is not my forte. Um... So I'm just seeing where that is. Yeah. Um, I guess we just need him out of here. Um, if he's going to run away, that's just as good. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we'll go with the dex then on 24. Yeah, you, like, definitely just backstep as you hear the door slam open and the next door slam open. Stolas running on deck is what can only be described as a pirate who has lost his wits in as you hear the word sirens come across and the alarm is raised on the boat that there are sirens in the water. Stop plugging your ears! And Danny G says, I will summon silence so that their voices cannot get to us. And he will cast silence. On the whole boat or just the... Um... I gotta pull up how big the spell is here, but yeah. That's a 20-foot radius sphere. Perfect. Thank you so much. Uh, I don't see that. I haven't got it down yet. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought he pulled it up on your end. But... Okay. It's not very big, but it does persist through multiple levels. So, Hey, okay. Marius, will you cut me a circle, if you don't mind? 
or draw me a circle. He did. Uh, that blue circle. Burn. I have not forgotten about you. Don't worry. <clears throat> you are in the lower decks as you hear the siren call go off. It's been quite some time you've been down here. The other boys are kind of quiet outside of the bard, playing limericks every once in a while uh, on the ship. Other than that, not, mo not much has happened. Ask to help fight the sirens. Why would I do that? So you can get out of chains, you fool. Yeah, but we need to Do get where we're going before we do anything crazy. That's true. <clears throat> uh, while this is while this is happening, um, Ozal will cast rope trick. Okay. Um, and then hide in the portal, pulling the rope through just to get out of the water. Nice. Yeah, you're in. You're in your dirty hole. Ew. Ew. Oh my god. <laughs> you're in your whisker pit. Uh, your distraction has worked. Uh, there's also a silver frame on the ground. I don't know if you want to reach out and grab that or not, but he dropped. Yeah, I'll grab portrait. that. Okay. Uh, there is a what can only be described as a savage orc-looking woman with really strong arms uh, that uh, says "My beloved" pinned across it, and it's what? a picture of her, or drawing rather, of her holding him uh, in his arm, in her arms. Are his feet even touching the ground? <laughs> no, it's just, it's full muscle, mommy. Burn, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are you up to? Cubes. Yeah, uh, just sitting sitting down, waiting to waiting for the team to get their shit together. So they can get me out of people? here. Yeah. Um. I will say that as the the alert goes up and silence goes off, the these two characters will return to the top of the stairs, not necessarily near you, but out of your direct line of sight. Oh, okay. Hey, Bowman. Wait, is, it, is it Bowman? No, what is it? Yeah. Oh. Seth the Bowman is an old old acquaintance of yours. I know Seth the Bowman from where? From Barovia. Oh. He was one of the town guard that we were uh, training. Oh, shit. Okay. But he... Give me an insight check. Let me see how much information I can give you here. Because remember, Burn, Burn don't, don't remember all that. 14. 14 is enough to, that you understand his body language is like calm around you, but he keeps looking at the two people on his left and like trying to like stay out of your line of sight as if trying not to draw attention to himself towards you. Like he, maybe he's like devil agent, undercover, something, right? Like something's off about him mm. and he's trying to conceal it about himself. But you say, "Hey, Bowman," and he like he nods at you. He says, "What? Why? Why are you here?" Uh, he like looks to his left and he says, oh, "I got caught smuggling contraband." Don't lie. 
and he he is like nodding his head towards his right collar piece. He's like smuggling contraband, and you can make out just this little gleam of what looks like some sort of symbol on his uh, collar, and the not so subtle hint that he is like trying to point it out without the other one seeing it, since they're to his left. Uh, do I know what the symbol is? Uh, give me just a really basic, like, intelligence check. Just intelligence saving throw. I'm looking okay. for, like, ten or higher. Like, Fifteen. Fifteen. Yes. So you had been told that the Harpers, which is, like, the good guy information faction, had been widely destroyed. And their symbol, much like it is in the D&D movie, is a harp, like a silver harp with a circle around it. Uh, his is somewhat tarnished and cracked, but it is a Harper symbol that he kind of is not nudging his chin towards. Um, and then, like, he kind of bites the edge of his cloak and pulls it back over his uh, collar. Uh, okay. Um, can I talk to him without the other two, like, really hearing what we're saying? You could try. You want to try and whisper? Yeah, I'll try to whisper. Okay. Who, who are these guys? This is, I don't know, but this one looks like a hyena, and the other one's a fucking bard, and I want to kill both of them. Hmm. <laughs> um, you you say it there? loud enough, like, that you're whispering, the hyena also is like, what are we whispering about? <laughs> <laughs> It's before trying to get out. I have a plan, too. <laughs> this used to be my boat before Jace took it from me, so I'm more than willing to get my revenge. This used to be his boat? Yeah. What, what name you? Eli. <laughs> and the bard. Uh, his name is Ben. Ben Jammin. Okay, you fucking... <laughs> wow. <laughs> You've been waiting all episode for I that. have been waiting all episode for someone to ask about Bin Jammin, the bard. The most notorious bard in the entirety of the Sword Coast, for his songs are terrible. Benjamin. <laughs> no, no. Bin Jammin, mate. Yeah. You guys got a, a plan. I I got a plan. I'm gonna shred, and it's gonna draw all the guards away. Okay. Hyena man here. He's gonna chew through his ropes. Bow boy. He's gonna take point on one of them beaky robot boys. And you, you is gonna clear us a path. And we're gonna get to the escape boats, and we're gonna get out of here. The, the hyena headbutts him as he's talking. He's like, shut up. He's like, here's what we're going to do. First, I need you to untie me or pull me free. Can you do that, giant man? Maybe. I need access to the rear room. That is where the rune powder is kept. Now, rune powder is notoriously explosive. In doing so, we can hold the whole boat hostage and get our freedom when we dock at port. Hmm? Mm -hmm. 
me have idea. Yes. Big idea. No, small idea. Okay. Um, can Burn use his, his little uh, telecom thing? Yeah, you still have the ring on. Yeah. You codec uh, to the other players. Bring, yeah. bring. Um, prisoners plan mutiny require Stolos. <laughs> can't you speak normally he with the can't speak normal, which is the best part about this whole thing. Because it's <laughs> mental. <laughs> this Why say lot word when few word do trick? <laughs> Kevin. Um, Ozal um, will say that uh, <laughs> we must wait on the mutiny. We must port first. Mutiny uh, uh, <laughs> port. Wait, how, how does he? How does he word it? F uh, freedom at port require mutiny. We need to get into the fence. We need you as a prisoner till that point. <clears throat> Okay. I'll chime in. Is there a way we can free burn before then? And use the other three? We could. Uh, uh, Ozal yeah, will ask, uh, are your sentinels present? No. Where have S they gone? S sirens led them away. Warning! You hear across the deck. Warning! Warning! Danger! 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 Empty. Uh, alone we are. From Ozol's perspective, how easy is it to get below where they're at? Is there any hatches that I can see to get below deck? Well, being that you are actually inside your portable hole, all you see is the comfy luxuries of the portable hole. Well, you can peek down and see outside the hole. You see crates and boxes. Okay. I'm not trying to write you into a hole, my man, but that's, that's where you were hiding. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, when see, I was in there, was there... You can see, like, like, the front deck here. Like, I'll, I'll be a little lenient on you, right? Like... Well, like that's true. Area. You haven't gone further into the boat yet. Yeah, only you can see this there. this area. I was just say Stolas is a bird. He can just fly in there. Stolas, you are air support. Yeah, do that. You want to chime in? Yeah, what do you need me to do? Here's a cone for you, Ozil, just for the irony of the situation. <laughs> uh. Yeah, just tell Stolas where to go. He, he saw a burn in the uh, below deck, so he knows where you are. Well, these guys have a plan, but I also don't need it to ruin our plan. Well, their oh. plan, let them do their plan, and if they get fucked up... We just need to get burned. If they I mean, get it's not caught, like there's two plans, right? Yeah, if, if we can, what like... What are the odds? If 
all four, if they break out and we let them get caught, we just need to rope trick burn to you. Like, we need to get him in there if we can. Yeah, I could just pretend to go overboard and you could turn me into a fish. While this is happening, <laughs> Marius, what are you doing? Are you listening to the comms chatter between this? Yeah, I, I can listen to the comms chatter, sure. But, uh, Danny G has cast an area of silence on him and his imp. Um, yeah. Did we determine that these automatons are able to see invisible creatures? Mm-hmm. At least okay. the guard dogs can. You're not quite sure about the... The big guys? Yeah. The automatons did not see the eye when he was going around the upper deck, so that should mean they can't see, but it was the guard Only dogs. Only the dogs. Yeah. And then yeah. the the mechanical guard dog and the, like, dragon dog. Interesting. Uh, you hear some doors open and close, Zoltis, and you see Captain Jace stride right past you into the front of the boat. Um, and he begins to set something down, Ozol, as you see the captain and his flying snake, uh, who seems to be watching his back, as he begins to set something on the prow of the boat. On the what? The bow of the boat. I oh, he said prow. Okay, yeah, I was like, I don't yeah. know what that is. Okay, uh, what is he doing? What is he setting? It looks like a frog of some kind, like a small green statue that he seems to be affixing to the front of the boat. You're not quite sure. Hmm. Okay. I'll just continue to watch. Okay. Has my timer been reset as far as, like, the exhaustion that you mentioned earlier? Now that I'm in this No, 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 place? no, no. You are not exhausted. What I'm saying was is if you were to no, no, stay no, 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 all night. Yeah, exactly. But am I sort oh, of Oh, yeah, reset? you're, like, wringing your clothes out. You, like, take your hat off and, like, wring it out. And, like, water falls out. And you time <laughs> yeah. it so when the front of the boat gets, like, splashed. And you've pulled your rope up and it's at an angle that you're not going to get wet unless the boat was to go down. So Yeah, you're good. okay. Gotcha. Okay, I'll just continue to watch and relay what I'm seeing to the party. Doing like jumping jacks, or peeking your head out. <laughs> Take a breath. Look out. Having so a little bit of uh, yeah, having a bit of a <laughs> glass of imaginary wine that doesn't exist. You get your the pocket rations that, that you're trying to chew on. Oh yeah, I got some salt pork. I like that. <laughs> just casting like precipitation to make it taste like a weenie. Ooh, <laughs> um, smoky. What say you, Marius? Or should I mutiny or wait? I think you should wait for now. It's, uh, to get us strong. We don't know how far away we are still from the ferry there. Okay. The um, captain... Okay. Oh, I was going to say, Burn is going to pretend like he's trying to help, but, like, not try very hard at all. Okay. Yeah. Now the other guys definitely see that. They're like kind of arguing what the best option is between the two of them, the bard and the, the hyena character. Uh, oh, you know what Burn's going to do? He's just going to go to sleep. While they're arguing, <laughs> he's just going to pretend to sleep. That way it's like, fuck, we missed it. <laughs> Big man tired. <laughs> uh, sleeping. Ozal, Captain Jace uh, finishes affixing whatever he's doing to the front of his deck and then turns around and walks up and through and taps Danny G on the shoulder as the silence begins to fall. Stops focusing on it. Um, do you peek your head out? 
disposal. Sorry, the snake is still there, right? Mm-hmm. So, no, I will not do that. Okay. Then you cannot see what is happening on the front of the boat. Um, Stolos, you can, however. The sails, you kind of see um, Danny G the Conjurer kind of wave his hands and all of the sails come up and stop moving. Uh, and then Captain Jace kind of nods towards him, and as he does, there is this little green beam that shoots from the front of the boat across the water and then stops and then as that happens, all of the water on both sides begins to open. And you see a couple of the guys grab on and the boat begins to teeter over the edge into this black void. And then it falls. The water closing behind you. I need everyone outside to make a strength check. So that would just be Stolas and Marius. And yeah, Damn. Stolas and Marius. Okay. Being that you are not in a secured location. A strength check, you say? Yas. An oh, 11. No. This is... A 9. <laughs> okay. So you both become weightless for a moment as the boat falls through seemingly nothingness. It's just black on both sides. You see, looking up, the water close behind you and then below you the blackness splits almost like you're coming out of a white cloud and the boat slams against the water I need Stolas and Marius to make dexterity saving throws as the boat rocks against the ground to see whether you're thrown or if you can fly in the nick of time or something cool like that 11 11? Okay, uh, here are the following events. The imp is outright killed from the impact. It flies up against the roof of this cabin and then back down against the ground and vanishes in a puff of dark smoke. Ozal, your automaton is thrown overboard. Uh, I'm going to give him a chance to make a strength saving throw. You mean Marius? You mean Mr. Marius. Blue? Yeah, sorry. Um... What's, he what? okay. What? He Let's seemingly go. is thrown overboard. Uh, he made a strength saving throw and managed to catch the edge on his way down. So it is halfway hanging out of the water. Which imp were you talking about that died? Uh, that would be on the very top level. There's a little black imp that was hanging out with the conjurer. Oh, this okay. is familiar. The dragon dog made its check. The two other ones on board made its check. Descript guard number one who ran away, who I'm just going to call Fondle, um, fell in the water, and he begins to cry as he Ew. begins to drown because he misses his sweetheart, um, and he will probably never see her again. Other than that, Stolas, you come crashing down onto the deck and land prone, taking 22 points of force damage. Ow, my little bird bones are going to break. Yes. They're uh, hollow, too. Uh, Marius, you also take some force damage. Not quite as much as Stolas, uh, whopping 10, but you land on your feet because you rolled more than 10. Great. Twilight Sanctuary, uh, you get 10 hit points. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Give me a stealth check as you are laying on the bottom of the deck in the middle of the night. Um, Does the some? Oh, go ahead. Does the flying snake have to take a test also? Nope, it is literally wrapped around the front of the cannon. They knew it was coming. Don't worry. Um, as you land, uh, Stolas, give me a stealth check while you're laying on the ground at disadvantage because you're in plain view of the deck. Oh, okay. You said stealth? Yes, uh, ma'am. Where are you? There you are. Okay, ten. You are just low enough that the the window that separates this section and this section, you are below the lip. Uh, is, is this portion higher or lower than where I'm is at currently? Enclosed and it is higher. Enclosed higher. Perfect. Okay. Mm-hmm. But Stolas is still a seagull, right? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I guess. Uh, did you make a, um, a concentration check on your spell, right? Because I believe it's concentration. Uh, I don't think Mask of Many Faces is concentration at all. It only lasts an hour, though, doesn't it? Or is it more? Uh, well, I can cast it over and over again, so... Oh, okay, yeah, no, you're still a seagull. There's a giant seagull on deck. No one seems to combat it because you are below the line of sight. It's of not a giant right seagull. Now. It's the normal size of a seagull. A pelican. A pelican. <laughs> a pelican. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah, so, okay, well, um... Yeah, somehow I splatted onto the deck and didn't die, so that's good. <laughs> As you look up, you can make out a large cliff with a glowing blue barrier. Hmm. Uh, The flying snake will fly forward, grab this item off the bow of the deck, and then return to Captain Jace. Um, Stolas, do you want to stay on the ground? Um, I'd like to at least <laughs> stand up so I can get ready to fly out of here. Yeah, don't don't have it climb up yet. Oh, okay. Sorry, I was <laughs> it made it strength check, but yeah, I've, I've been um, waiting for my turn. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, uh, Stolas. Go ahead, and if you want to, you can use half your movement to stand, and then the rest to fly if you would like to fly um actually for now I guess I'll just sort of I'll at least stand properly and then um I'll just since I seem to be somewhat hidden I'm just gonna stick here for a minute okay Marius you can go next your automata you can see or hear rather this raking metal on wood sound uh, as you hear, warning, 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 <laughs> guard bot overboard, warning, warning, warning. It just kind of keeps looping and it's like dug its hands into the side of the hull of the boat. And then you also can hear this gurgling cry of help. What do you do? So, Marius is going to kind of step to the edge of the the ship here and just ever so quietly whisper and 
cast Control Water. <laughs> okay. And he is going to start having this side, this side of the ship have crashing waves, like send to the side of it, in order to wash away that automaton and the guy off the edge of the ship. You're killing an innocent man? I'm trying to get rid of the automaton that's watching me. <laughs> okay. As it as um, the, the waves kind of just start like speeding the boat forward and like lapping the automaton. All right. The clockwork watchman. Uh, what do I need to roll? Like, yeah, you can move it, but uh, do you want to try it? I, I would like to contest something in an attempt. Do I need to make a saving throw? Uh, it needs or to make a strength athletics against my spell saving DC, which is 18. 22. Damn. He rolled a natural 18. Oh, okay. Well, so he successfully gets that, so he's not going to get washed off. Uh, however, nondescript guard number one, who is just in love with a lucky lass who lives on the, on the shore, uh, who probably has some sort of attachment issues, um, will also attempt to swim. Make an athletics check here as my page loads. My apologies. Uh, oh, that's not great. That's a strength saving throw. That's a six. He is taken under the waves. And the last thing you hear is, Tell Eleanor I love... Whoosh! Gone. Uh, and this automaton will begin to drag itself up um, using its movement, and it gets to the edge, Marius. It is still holding on, but it has not crawled all the way over yet. Um, I'm going to pause there and go down. Ozal, you're next. Yes, sir. The deck is clear. The boat... Uh, you hear this large splash and see what kind of water come through your hole as the front Ew. of the boat... That's not how I meant it, man. Come on. Uh, like, literally crashes into the sea. Uh, and then back out. And as you kind of poke a head out, the snake is gone. And so is the item that was on the front of the deck. Okay. Do you want to cool. make a move or do anything? Um, <clears throat> Ozal will uh, telepath uh, to Mr. Black and ask if the coast is now clear past the door over to you Mr. Black do you want to pry that door open and take a look oh he's just right there he just I'm just asking like to the left of this door oh because I can't see if these are people there or not yeah 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 I follow alright so you How need you... you want you want this I'd... door opened or no I just need to know I guess like what's what's your situation are you still being watched oh, or yeah. not being watched there's a mutiny yeah. like what's going on Currently, I have uh, my escort and the guard dog in this room. Copy that. Uh, Ozal will telepath to Burn as well and ask if he's alright or if Stolas has made it to him yet. Uh, Burn fell asleep. You guys told him to fucking wait, so. Stolas, I fucked up. What happened? Well, I'm, I'll show you here in just a second. Okay. 
Okay. That's How much time happens. has passed for rope trick, Cody? Uh, it's been at least two hours. Oh, so I'm out of rope trick then. Okay. Oh, I see. Wait. Uh, I see. Okay. Damn it. <laughs> uh. Okay. Well, very large there, guard dog turns and growls at you, as the other two are like, "Whoa, that is the biggest pelican I've ever seen." Is it okay? Says the, the one to the north. pelican. What are you talking <laughs> about? Burn, you're asleep. I don't want to hear any lip from you. <laughs> the one to the north says, is it, is it okay? What, what do we do? The one to the south's like, we should just kick it overboard. He's like, kind of prodding you with his toe. It's flopping around a lot. Like, we can feed it to the dog. No, don't do that. I love the seabirds. The one in the north says. The one in the south is not about it. The one in the north is. How do you proceed, Stolas? Well, he definitely doesn't want to get fed by, to a dog. So, in true bird fashion, the second they start making a fuss, he's going to, like, spook and hobble to the edge and just sort of, like, fly away. <laughs> yeah. As you do that, this one, like, runs over and grabs the collar of this dog. He's like, no, let it go. Look at its majestic flight. Uh, <laughs> this one, on the other hand, will pull out his bow and try and take a shot at you because he's an asshole and he's bored. Uh, Archer one. What's Does... up, Mr. Masashi? Uh, longbow. Does 20 hit you? Oh, uh, probably. Jeez. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, I have... Where do I find that? I don't know. Your AC. Nine piercing My AC is 14. <laughs> and he gets a second shot. Uh, oh. no, wrong, wrong character. His second shot, 24 to hit. Ow! For 19 total damage. Jeez. And the other one uh, just straight up scolds him. He's like, how dare you? Put your bow down! He's like, our, our poor majestic state bird is flying off and you're taking shots at it. Shame on you. He goes back to his post. Biggest pelican I've ever seen. Take a shot at it. And the one behind him is like, biggest pelican I've ever seen. Take a shot at it. Like, yeah. Anyways. I'm going to fucking kill that guy. <laughs> Which one? The one who shot me! Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> Marius, back to you, since we've made full circle. I grab onto one of the ropes here on the side of the ship as uh, the water redirects flow and comes okay. crashing to the side of the ship, and it'll actually go over the, the ship here and kind of cause a wave to go across this lower deck and blat, like, Pelt this uh, automaton. Okay. As that happens, will you please roll me a d4 for my random event table in which I have three. water effects that happen on a boat? Number three. How strong is this wave, in your opinion, Marius, within fair gameplay? Uh, if this is considered a huge ship or not, it has the potential to capsize it. If it's huge or smaller. The boat begins to lean to one side. <laughs> uh, at which point, 
this automaton falls off and fails. The boat is now leaning. Let me draw here. Oops. Boop. Come, oh, gosh dang it. This is an arrow. It's pointing that way. That direction. Uh, and it tilts at a 45 degree angle. And you hear the words abandon ship. Oh my lord. Um, give me like two minutes here to make a bunch of saving throws if you don't mind. Is that like a preemptive one or is this boat flipping over? Uh, this boat is going over. Uh, the one I specifically rolled says, and I quote, a wave strong enough to capsize a boat. Uh, roll a d4, pick a direction that makes sense for the wave in which it's coming at the boat. In three turns, the boat will capsize, flipping all the way over. All crew, items, and ship are thrown overboard and may attempt to swim to safety. Uh, creatures that can breathe underwater are unaffected. The boat takes ten minutes to fully submerge and sink, um, taking with it all of the cargo to the bottommost layer of the sea. Now, I have good news and bad news. I'm Which cargo. Which would you like first? <laughs> yes, you are, good sir. You are cargo. This is almost but, as bad as the time Ozil set us all on fire. Uh, almost. How fucking dare you? <laughs> uh, the boat begins to flip. Um, this, I have good news for you, still less. This man falls into the water. The dog falls into the water. Prone. Prone. Failed completely and is still asleep. So I'm just going to say is like basically dead at this point because he is not going to wake up through this with how much spice he's had. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> uh, prone. Thrown overboard. Thrown overboard. Um, that is... Oh, nope. Still standing for this automaton in your room. Prone. Uh, will the rest of you who are still in here Please scoot yourself to the northernmost side of the boat if you roll below 16 for a dexterity saving throw. Ozol, being that you are on the deck, if you fail, you go over. Shark Ozol activated transform. 13 uh, for Mr. You Black. You are yeah, thrown against the wall. Dexterity? Dexterity. Can I have Five. advantage because I'm in the rope thing? Oh, sure. You are secure. Hell Why not? Yeah. I'm... I'm chained to a wall in the bottom of the boat. What do I do? 14. Uh, you are just auto you automatically fail because you are restrained. Uh, and the boat lurches hard onto your back. And you hear Seth the Bowman 
be like, what the fuck was that? Marius, what did you roll, my good man? I, I also did say that I was going to brace myself beforehand. Oh, yeah, okay, so roll at advantage then. <laughs> Alright, cool, I'll Since give you another You're holding on to a rope. Athletics roll, roll yeah. 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 Was 14 good enough, Cody? Uh, Six, baby! Good. Let's go! It wasn't Marius, better. <laughs> you are thrown into the water. Great. What's the distance that I'm falling here, Cody? Ten feet. Ten feet? Um, ten feet out, ten feet over. May I do an action while this is happening, or no? Uh, if you have a reaction, I'll let you take it. Uh, I don't know that it's necessarily a reaction, so no, I don't. What are you trying to do? Polymorph into a Megalodon. Nah, I'll let you do that on your turn. Copy that. Then you um, here. Oh, okay, yeah, you're good. Um, I don't really want to roll combat, because it's a lot of things to roll for, so we're going to let it play out. We'll start top left with Marius, and I am just going to put in numbers, this is would one it be, of... Go ahead. Would it be possible, because I know that like these guys are up here, but technically they're right here, correct? They are, yeah, yeah. Can we just get everyone on the same, I guess, like boat Air model, area. just so we can... Know. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Okay, thank you. You're good. I just uh, I was a little confused by the layout. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. Now this this all happened because of Marius's wave. This wasn't because of the yes, whatever the happened wave with the frog. And the new random table. No, the frog was literally translation. It moved the boat from oh, one I space see. to another. So the bad news: the boat is going down. The good news is is you are within swimming distance of the shore, to the fence. Uh, right, yeah. This is round one. Marius, you are top left. We're going to start with you and work our way left cool. to right, going down. I am going to uh, use the next portion of my concentration to actually right the ship. And I'm going to create a trench on this side, the, you know, the southern side of the ship of the map here mm -hmm. to help prevent it from capsizing because the water will suddenly sink on the right hand side and that should hopefully correct its course here's what i'm going to rule technically according to the random events table the boat is going down however if you roll higher than say 75 on the d100s you can save the boat okay Oof. <laughs> critical roll here no pun yeah point. right here we go <laughs> Uh, actually, can I use my greater enchantment? Oh! Can you? Or would you like to? I, I would like to use it to guarantee that this succeeds. Okay. Would you like me to describe what happens, or would you like you to describe what By happens? By all means, Dungeon Master, have at it. Marius, the boat begins to flip. You see it groan and yaw. As it falls, with your quick wit, as you're just kind of doggy paddling in the water, you twist your hand, reversing the wave the other direction, as this wave forms a giant hand, picking the boat up and out of the water, and gently setting it back down. The water disperses harmlessly across the boat, and the ship is righted. Those who are in the water are in the water, the ship's sails are technically up, so it does not move. But the crew will start responding in kind. Your spell is still going, and your greater enchantment has been used. Well done, Marius. <laughs> Way to go. Damn, that was dicey. Who's, who's off the boat? The captain? 
Danny. <laughs> More this energy. Ozone stole us. Where's that jerk who shot me? The dog. <laughs> the guy who shot you? Go fucking yeah. start pecking him in the water until he drowns. You know what? I'm going to fucking do that next turn. I mean, if you don't need help. <laughs> no, I'm good if the boat's not sinking. <laughs> uh, Ozal, you see Marius just straining with all of his will. This hand, as his hand is moving, fix the ship. The ship begins to slowly drift away. Uh, leaving you all not too far behind. The water displaced harmlessly across the deck. You are the next friendly ally, so you get to go next. What would you like to do? Uh, Ozal will cast... Also, this music is fucking hidden. Uh, Ozal will cast Polymorph, choosing the form of the Megalodon. Um, the ship I can swim under, correct? Oh, yes. Okay, perfect. Uh, I will move 50 feet, 5... Uh, actually, I think I have a token for this. Let's see. You do. Uh, I think I have the giant shark token. I don't know yep, if I that's have good enough. Okay. That's good enough. Oh, that's a giant octopus. Uh, let me let me use the ruler to make sure I get this right. Oh, the music stopped. Oh, uh, sorry. It loops. Well, I didn't realize it would cut off should, so hard. Like shouldn't that. you not do this? Why? Well, we want to gain these people's trust, so we should probably save them. Yeah. I feel like we're probably past that, but they also don't know I'm here. True. Yeah, he's just a megalodon. Ozal will move 50 feet beneath the boat like this. Shark okay. in the water! Well, don't say that. What are you doing? Also, you can't yeah, see that. A... <laughs> well, he already said it. <laughs> yeah, but he can't see that. Uh, I'm going to put Ozal up by the Zentarum symbol next to the title. Sure. Okay. Uh, that'll be my turn. Actually, can can I dash as a megalodon? Yeah, you could dash underwater. You just move your swim speed times two. Oh, that's a lot. Okay, I'll just move here. That'll okay. Stole us. Uh, giant hand. Uh, you see Ozal's form in in the night. Uh, you see his body begin to kind of collapse in on itself and then expand as this dark shadow under the waves as you see this giant shark swim under the boat. Oh boy. Shark man. Rut row. <laughs> oh, we're like, oh no, Scoob. Um, like Scoob. There's a big shark under the water. Well, I guess what is the? I guess I'm just very confused. No, I you do you, Ozal, baby. Okay, you yeah, I'm do so confused you. right now. Still lost. What okay, do you do? someone, someone, tell me what the fuck is going on. Yeah, I'm so confused. Use your comms. Yes. Hell, what just happened? Pelican one. Pelican one over. Pelican one over. Marius. Ozal. Burn. Yeah. I'll chime in and say I, I don't know what's happening. I thought we were trying to flip the boat. Now we're not trying to flip the boat. From my perspective, it looked like we tried to flip the boat. And then we tried to not flip the yeah, boat. Yeah, and some jerk shot me. So I'm almost... Well, I'm not in the best of health. Is bleeding fuel. <laughs> yeah. We got a bird in the water. We got, we got fuel in the water. Uh, log the bird strike, please. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we're going down in the Hudson. I will land this boat in the water. 
No. Uh, a few people got tossed when we landed from that transportation, and well, I took it above myself to make sure uh, the automaton didn't get back on the boat. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, I was a little too effective. Don't we need him to introduce us to the vents? Should we save the captain? I'm going to try to on my turn. I can help. Place him gently in my jaws. I, I think <laughs> it would it'd make more sense if you like started going after one of the little ones as, you know, a big shark in the water. Kill the guy who shot number. me, please. Eat him. Wait, so... Non-essential people can be eaten. I just want to clarify. <laughs> Copy that. Big shark inbound. Yes, uh, get him. <laughs> as a laser beam, just point. As a laser beam, just pointed up. Yeah. It's a shark with a freaking laser beam on top of his freaking head. Stolas is going to swoop by this guy and smack him with his feet. <laughs> and then... <laughs> go this way. Ah, he's like treading water for his life. He's like, ah, the pelican! Like flapping his arms, and like the dog is like doggy paddling, and like in the water as you swoop down and just slap him. He takes one point of damage. Um, <laughs> I love it. Do you try and poop on him at all in your <laughs> human form? Uh, just release the the dogs of war, as they say. <laughs> no, Stolas has too much pride for that, but okay. he's Your satisfied with safe. stomping on his head. <laughs> okay. Uh, and encouraging the... encouraging oh. uh, Ozal to, to have him. him as a meal. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Mr. Black, you are next. Alright. Um, are these guys in my room reacting to the abandoned ship still or uh they have not had their chance to respond they will go after burn's turn and then i will move the whole crew but yes he is like looking towards the door as emergency protocols take over you see his red eyes turn yellow and they have the, it's like a triangle with an explanation point in it uh as a little light on top of his head begins to open under his cap and yellow emergency lights begin to produce all across the boat um Unless they're prone, then they will try and right themselves. But he is still standing. Very interesting. Uh, he is very nice. I was before the boat was righted. I was going to go try to get to burn. Um, but now that it's righted, I'm not. Uh, if you hold your action, I can move everyone, and then you can go. If you would like. Yeah, I'm going to hold my action and then. Um, I have to describe what I'm doing for that, right? No, 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 in this sense, because we're more of a somatic, like, we're not in combat, okay. right? It's more cinematic. I will allow you just to hold your turn. All right, I'm going to hold my turn. Okay. And, uh, yeah. Burn, would you also like to hold your turn? Or would you like to somersault off the wall, push your feet against it, and break your chains? Um. No, Burn's going to pretend like he slept through the whole thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, the other ones are flailing and like this poor hyena is like upside down now. Uh, this dude's off kilter too, and they're kind of tangled in their chains. Uh, Seth's fine. Um, okay, starting at the top left, 
Denny G grabs Jace the Viper and the... Actually, just Jace the Viper. Uh, and cast Dimension Door back onto the boat. Uh, the Flying Snake will just fly back onto the boat. Um, what automaton is... This automaton is standing and will come running over here. This nice lady will come running over here. And they begin to toss ropes out um, to the people in the water. Uh, this one's a lasso, actually. Okay. Um... Everyone else who's prone is just going to stand and move as far as they can. 30. Uh, this one gets 15. He's going to come check this side because he didn't see what happened. This one gets 15 and they're doing the same. This one comes five ten comes out there into the front. Um, and that is everyone. Uh, go ahead and take your turn, Zolthus. There's um, stairs to the lower deck right here. Yes. Um. Wish I was in a better position. I could have been in the captain's chambers. Um, um, I I, sorry, I think I can move 40 feet. Who's got the key? I should have it. Soltis does. Dude, start making your way down there now. That's what I'm going to do. Um, I'm going to... Do I have to move like that? Do I have to like, make a right angle? Uh, you can move diagonal. What what key? To the captain. What well, he's assuming to the captain's oh, quarter. Gotcha. Okay. Oh, that's a cone. Uh, can you move Ozolf? Or can you move off of the ship yeah, for yeah, a second? Yeah. How dare you? I just wasn't sure. The door's here. Okay. Um, I should put this guy out of here trying to save you, Marius. Actually, he's more like here. Because I forgot to move him. And he is throwing a rope to you. Marius. Is this snake reactive? Uh, no. I'm... Okay, um... Let me just read something. You don't want to polymorph into a T-Rex and swim through the water as a T-Rex? Giant octopus also would have worked too, as well. I agree. I see you hiding over there. Dashing is my bonus action, right? Yes, it can be, because you are a rogue boy. Um... 
I'm going to to communicate to Mr. Red and tell him to try to break free. We have an opportunity to get you to Ozol uh, to hide. Um, the is that how much feet? Movement? I need to check the whole room. <laughs> yeah, no, I was just messing around. Uh, you could run... Uh, 140 feet just to get into the cabin. So, your movement's 30, you can dash twice. Uh, it's 40, but yeah. Oh, it's 40? So, 80, 120 will get you to the 120 marker. Which I think is right here. Okay. How long does the invisibility potion last? One minute, or until you. It depends if it's if it's normal invisibility. It just follows the rules of invisibility, right? Uh, so. It's greater invisibility. Yeah. So it lasts one minute, and you can attack, move, sneak, all that fun stuff. How many? Turns is it six? How many seconds is a turn? Six seconds. You'd have ten turns. So I have ten yep. turns. Okay, I'm gonna take the potion of invisibility while I'm alone here. Okay, so now you can only move eighty feet because it's you can take it as a bonus action. You can interact or take an item or use an item, um, or you can take it as your whole action and then use your bonus action to dash. But either way, you only get one dash now. Um, or you could get in there and the next turn, since they're pulling people in swig it and then use your dash if you wanted to just depends how far you want to get or what's most important to you if, if someone sees me take the potion like the snake does that matter or are they like well shit i can't see him anymore and then they're sol uh i mean you could take it first and then move 80 feet and then no one sees it and you don't run into that problem at all that that was my that was my plan yeah so yeah, i'm gonna was... take it and then move to here yeah, if someone sees you take it, then they know there's an invisible guy. Exactly. Yeah. I don't want them to know who I am. And I w don't want to go downstairs and have the prisoners say, hey, that guy just tried to help break us out. I will um, also throw out yeah. the idea that being that they are looking for overboard persons, they're going to do a head count, as is pretty standard on a deck for overboard people, and they will continue to look the waters for you to see if they can find you being that you're a new recruit. So you have bought yourself some time by disappearing. All right. So I'm going to yeah move to just in front of that door then. And, and you know that based on your passive perception. It's like something that occurs to you in your mind. Okay. And this thing shouldn't see me because it's overboard and he's in another room. Correct. There's not a lot so, yeah. that would be able to see you because the ones on the bottom le uh, the bottom part down here are looking this way. All right, let's do it. I'll move to, to there then. Okay. And you are invisible. Yes, I have to mark that, right? Yeah, here, I'll throw a marker on for you. We'll just put a blue marker on you. Okay. Okay. Uh, Burn, Dondinger. Thanks for your help. Um, Burn's going to start hulking out, I guess. And okay. create a diversion? I need a perception check first. Okay, perception. And then I can explain this to you. Oh, for the time for the twenty to be, it's not it's not a critical hit, but it's a dirty twenty, as they That's say. Good, yeah. 
you pull on your chains and you see everyone else get thrown against the wall as you realize it is one long chain that connects all of your hands. The manacles are on your feet, are just to your feet. So, if with enough force, you could literally jump, plant your feet against the wall, and pull the chain off the wall, freeing yourself and your hands. And then you'd have to reach down and free the manacles off your feet. Um, but in doing I'm... so, you would free the whole wall, essentially. Like, you would have one long chain between the four of you. I can't just, like, break the cuffs? You can if you wanted to just free you. I'm well, you confused. Can either free... <laughs> so, okay. Wait, Let me... I thought the whole point was that he was supposed to act like a prisoner until we get to the island. Yeah, I thought we needed me to get into the... Into the... Whatever you call it. The folds, or what do you call it? The fence. The fence. So I thought we were trying to get you into Ozal's rope trick and get your gear on. So you have a top manacle behind your back, a bottom manacle, right? Yeah. And then the chain that connects all of you against the wall. Let me let me call out to everybody really quick. Um. Sh- uh, should I escape? Are you talking Question to the boards or the team through your ring? Yeah, the team through the thing. Okay. Through the ring, I guess. Uh, because Zot- Zotus is telling me to escape, but sorry, yeah, that Zotus might have puts, been puts over comms. No, you're good. You see an opportunity, you're taking it. What was the theme sign? Marius? Ozal? Still us? Ozal's just hungry for blood. Um. It's most like bitch in this water. I don't know. Well, he doesn't have the ring in this form, so. Stolas doesn't know where the portal is or anything, so I can't be too much help here. Pelican one, Pelican one. Uh, A firm. What about you, Marius? I'm trying to uh, get out of this water, not drown. Okay. So you I'm, are I'm now not... a free agent, Burn. No reply comes over the ring. There's too much going on, too much chaos. Zoltus has said, free yourself. Uh, Ozal's only thought that comes back is hunger. Hunger. Food. Marius is blah, 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 blah. And Strolos is leaking fluids in the sky. So, you do what you think is right, my guy. What you want to do, Burn? Oh, sorry, I've been talking this whole time. No, you're good. So, Burn's not too bright, but he knows Zothus is the new guy. And the last thing that was planned was for him to be a prisoner to get into the fence. So he's just going to stay put. Okay. Uh, other than that, Marius, back to you. There's a rope. That guy's technically on board, Wait, but I didn't, I didn't get my turn. Him. 
Uh, you, you're next. You're number two. Oh. Sorry. You're good. I'll uh, so, I'll I'll start working my way up the rope and you know trying to get back on the ship. Yeah. The guy's like, "Geez, you're a lot heavier than you look." As he begins to pull your lightly armored drow form through the water. Hey, well, uh, I'm stucky. <laughs> this is your little, little. He's like your accent as you say that. That's that the. La, la, la. <laughs> Give me a deception check. I love the little slip. Five. He's like, wait a minute. I don't know you. And he like the rope begins to go a little slack. Uh, and he starts to tie it off to the deck, and then uh, he turns to ask the captain something while still holding onto it as he's like getting ready to tie it. You want to try and pull him in the water? Uh, I mean, no, I'll, I'm trying to climb up it. Okay. Yeah. He uh, he will begin to fasten to the deck as he's like, there's, some, uh, there's something up with this guy. Like, something's wrong. Uh, I rolled 12 for insight. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> okay. Uh, so he is going to walk away and towards the captain uh, as you are doing that. Um, go ahead and move your movement. We'll say it's 10 feet up to the deck, climbing, which is 20 feet of your normal movement, uh, unless you fly or something, being that no one's observing you. Um, and then, like, what is that, 10 feet across through the water? So a total of 30 feet if you want to pull yourself onto the deck. Yeah, I can... Uh... Since my wings are kind of submerged right now, they're not really going to give me very good lift. So I'll actually mm -hmm. use my Step of the Night ability. Do, 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 do. Uh, I can draw on the mystical power of the night to rise in the air. Bonus action, when you are in dim light or darkness, you can magically give yourself a flying speed equal to your walking speed for one minute. Uh, I can use this bonus action a number of times equal to my proficiency bonus, and I regain all expended uses at, at a long rest. And... I'll just kind of walk my hands up the rope as I fly up and I, like, crawl over the edge of the ship. Sexy. All right, go ahead and put yourself, uh, I guess, on the top deck somewhere. Um, however far you want to move. Or you just put yourself up on the lair. Yeah, up lair. Cool. Uh, Ozal, you're next. Hungry, hungry hippo shark boy. Yes. Eat that dragon thing. Oh, the dragon thing? Or what hit? I thought we were hitting this thing. I mean, both. I vote dragon or... thing because it can see invisible things. Okay. Um, I mean, you can probably not get both, both but. <laughs> yeah, Ozol will. Um, Sharkzol will go under the boat. And uh, my first attack will be a bite against the dog dragon. Okay. Uh, it's plus 11 to hit. Uh, oh, D20. Geez. That hits. Is going Let's to go. be a 27. That, yeah, that more than hits. Uh, 3d10 plus 7 piercing damage, so let me roll you 3d10. Uh, 17 plus 7, uh, 24 piercing damage. Okay, it is bloodied. Is it, It's now grappled uh, okay. because of the shark's ability. I'll then use the tail attack against the bowman. The tail is also plus 11 to hit. Uh, d20 plus 11, uh, 16. Uh, 16 misses. 16 misses. Okay. Uh, let's see here. So he is grappled. 
He uh, is grappled. The, uh, and guess no, no, what? No, there no, is... no, no. The, the first one is grappled. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, yeah. He's grappled. And on top of that, um, he's also lasted. Oh, I'm sorry. 16 does hit. I thought his AC was 17. I was looking at the wrong spot. Go ahead and give me damage um, that. Okay, sure. So the tail is 3d6 plus 7. So uh, 3d6 plus 7, 14. And then okay. also he has to make a DC 19 strength saving throw. Oh, strength is not his uh, eight. Eight. So he is knocked prone. So I don't know how, how you want to play that in the water. Uh, um, I'm going to move you for just a second. Sure. Let me have the Clockwork Watchman also make a strength saving throw. Yeah. Well, these guys and get pulled into the water from the shark. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah. That's exactly where I was headed with it. Awesome. Um, the Watchman is thrown overboard. Oh, not you. You're fine. Uh, and this guy sinks ten feet deeper. We'll put him, like, right here. Okay. Does Maven get pulled in? Uh, Maven lets go. Like, she sees the dog get hooked, and she just lets go of the rope. That's her okay. reaction. The uh, shark will go... Um, Let's see. Let me look at his um, uh, forty feet deep in the water. Okay. Using yeah, the remaining use flying speed, I guess. Yeah, I'll just do it like that. Um, Warning for for game purposes, he's beneath the boat. But I know you have tokens. So I'm gonna move right yeah. here. Yeah. No, you're good. Um, do you, where do you want to drag this shark dog to? Just with you? Oh yeah, it's it's going underwater, forty feet. Okay. Uh, is there rules for being swallowed whole on your Megalodon uh, list? He's grappled, but he's not swallowed yet. I have to do that okay. next turn. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. We'll let him go. Uh, Maven yells, SHOCK! And let's go. Uh, you are 40 feet below. Under the boat as well. Under the boat. I want to see what I can do here. Come on, Rule 20. Don't be like this. Not now. Not at the height of hype. Um, yeah, she doesn't do anything. She's going to let go and yell shark and walk this way. Walk this way. Uh, this automaton begins to sink. It does not swim well, and it is holding on, trying to save this guy. Dance. Warning! 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 Uh, it thinks it's helping. It's not. <laughs> Hilarious! Uh, is he, is doing are they both job. on the rope? Yeah, he's pulling. So he he begins to pull this guy into him. Um, his first objective—you didn't hear this—but was to bring the target to him and then put him on the deck. So he is currently reeling him in. Um, I failed my athletics check. I got a seven. So he's not doing a great job in the water. Uh, everybody else on deck is kind of scrambling. I'm just going to kind of leave them there as they're looking. Um, kind of watching the automaton go overboard and brainstorming. Marius, you make it to the deck. Uh, that leaves us with you, Zolthus. Alrighty. This creature here can't, like... <laughs> it's a You're snake? Sure. It is a flying snake. Okay. Okay. Uh, 
Sorry, I'm just thinking the best way to... I'll probably have to go over the table, I guess. Because I don't want to go through that thing. Why go um, over when you can go under? Power slide, my guy. Yeah, I'll go... And then, um... I'm trying to decide whether to... I can't look through the keyhole and then use Blessings of the Raven Queen seeing the inside of the door. Like, I... You can miss your step. Yeah, if you can miss your step, you get the line of sight. Okay. Um... I'm going to... Move to the door. Which is 30 feet. Actually, no, it's 40, sorry. So that's my movement. And as my bonus action, I'm going to look through the keyhole and use uh, Blessings of the Raven Queen to teleport 30 feet. Okay. You uh, teleport so next to the to desk. See. Yeah, I'm going to teleport, like, should I... Whatever's fine, I'm going to say you have minus eight. Yeah. yeah, you barely, but yes. Okay. So I'm going to teleport to the chair using... That, uh, as a bonus action, you can magically teleport up to 30 feet to an unoccupied space. You can see, uh, use this trait as many times equal to your proficiency. Uh, so just gonna knock one of those off. Uh, I'm not gonna read all the rest stuff. I have, I turn into a ghostly form though, and I have resistance to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing. Perfect. All right, so I'm now here. I cannot start searching yet, right? You have an action left. You used your movement. And you used your bonus action. You want to use your action to try the key on the desk? There is a... There is a lock on it. Is there a passive perception I need that, that would help me? Um, or is it just... Do I need to do that even? It's it's up to you. So passive perception... I have 17. Um, so is there like... What are you a, trying to glean? Because this is kind of like a poof. You sit in the chair, right? And you're looking at the desk, so I mean, the locked drawer sticks out to me right away, though. So I, yeah, I guess with your thieving question. mind, there is a locked drawer, uh, a long drawer, underneath the desk, and then there is like a, a single top drawer, like a, a big top drawer that does not have a lock on it. All right, I am going to uh, try the key on the lock first. It opens and you hear a click and the desktop flips up it has like and hidden hinges and springs and it click in the whole desk nothing on the desk slides off revealing the stash let's go uh, you have found the hidden cargo there are two small items Two large items. What would you like to grab quickly with your same action here? I'll allow you to unlock and to grab one thing. One item? Yep. There is a jar or a key with rings on it. Or a ring with keys on it. And those are the small items or the jar is the large one? The jar is... Those are the two small items. The key ring and the jar. And are the large items too large for me to carry or pocket? Yes. Uh, yes. They'd be like carrying a small microwave. Okay. They are, they are boxed items. You can't see what they are. Okay. 
I'm gonna take the keys. Okay. And pocket those. Um, I cannot take the jar right now. I have to wait. Uh, you can do that next turn if you'd like to. Okay. I am going to, yeah, and I guess that's the end of my turn there. Okay. Um, back on deck, back to you, Stolos. Okay, well, <laughs> uh, Stolos is severely injured. I'd at least like to drink a potion. I believe we got a, a last game, a pot of superior healing. Yes. Uh, as far as I can tell from the spell description, like just downing it real quick won't affect my disguise. No, it shouldn't. Uh, so Stolas is definitely gonna have a sip of that one home action. Um, what is this? Quick question first. This uh, creature here. I don't know how to ping it. Uh, I guess it's by the cannon in the front of the the ship. Uh, it is a robotic dog. Okay. Or clockwork Damn. dog, because robots aren't a thing. I don't know if this will make sense, but... Can I hold an action until he's gone? Depending... Because um, sure. what I'd like to do is swoop down there once he moves away, but I can't obviously move right now, because... It will. Uh... It is currently looking down into the water, and its eyes seem to be fixed on the giant shark. If that helps. Oh, okay. That might actually help. Uh, so... Yeah. Would I even bother with a pelican? Why does he care? Uh, yeah. It is. It is not drawn to your attention. It is looking at the shark in the water, trying to figure out how it's going to help its master. Okay. Um, so. Or its its directive to help. I believe I can add forty HP. Uh, 84 plus 8. 84 plus 8. Yeah, so 40. Okay, so let's do plus 40. You can throw the bottle in the water just as you chug it and try and see if you can get a splash to distract the dog if you want to aid yourself in a stealth check with advantage. Okay, I'm sorry, that sounded... Amazing. What was that? Uh, So you take the health potion as you kind of look back behind you, right? Because the the dog would be here for you, right? And you could just, as part of your action, just kind of throw it in the water in front of the dog to see if you could draw its attention. So you could swoop down and in uh, to the cabins to go save Burn. Um, I, I don't... I don't know. Let me ask. Uh, via the, I guess the rings burns. You need. Do you need me in there, or you want me to hold back? Hold back. <clears throat> okay. Uh. Okay. Well. Um. I guess what I'd like to do is, if I can get away with it, hopefully, land here. We're, like, on the opposite side of the cannon. Okay. Um, 
and just use disguise self as a box. Is that possible, or do I have to be like a creature? In the spirit of Metal Gear Solid, I will say yes. You become a crate. Okay, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna like specifically an orange crate. An orange a crate. crate? That, a crate that contains oranges. Oh, I see an yes. orange yeah. crate. I get you. Okay, so Stolas is gonna hang out right here because being a bird is hazardous to his health right now. Plus, I think it'll be more useful if I'm down here ready to uh, help if I'm needed. So uh, that'll be my that'll be my whole turn. There is a small slit in the front where your eyes and beak can stick out, uh, albeit invisible to the creatures around you, uh, as you become crate loss. <laughs> uh, Bernie, you still just hanging out? Uh, yeah, Brian, Brian literally just waiting to get to the prison, because that's what he was told was going to happen. Yeah. Alright, back up to you, Marius. Hmm. There's more overboard! He'll kind of work his way down. So it was, what, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 would put me about here. Is where I can okay. go? Yeah. You you tell him there's more overboard. Um, Captain Jace hears you and he says, yes, leave it to the sharks. Head count. Make sure that all heads are accounted for besides the two overboard. And with that, the alert is getting ready to be lifted as head count goes off. Um... Sharks all? Um, these guys are they drowning? Like, are they? They're ten oh, feet yeah, under, they're so they they're pretty much at dead, this right? point. The uh, the automaton is beginning to sink faster. You can like, kind of look up at it. It is sinking faster, and the poor guy who's lassoed in is now being drugged down with the automaton uh, to the dark, dark water below, hundreds oh, of feet man. below you. And the dog that's inside, uh, is he pretty much dead, too? Do you want to swallow? <laughs> uh, that's what she said. Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> you eat shark dog. Or, uh, well, uh, dragon dog. Well, I guess I can bite him again, because I'm just grappled. Just to kill it. Sure. All right. Let's see. Plus 11 to hit. Uh, that is uh, 15. Uh, hits. Why is it rolling just to you? Oh, my bad. Uh, and then uh, damage is going to be 3d10 plus 7. I'm pretty sure it's going to kill him. Uh, 24. Dead. Um, like is there a, a ramp on the bottom of this boat to get back in? I think you mentioned it earlier. A ramp? Or like There's a way like... that, like to get back into the boat? You have to climb up and over. There's like a cargo net on the side. And or like uh, if you see like the old pirate movies, there's like those little um, carved out steps where you built can step in ladders. Up. Yeah, yeah, the built-in ladder. Can you flag those for me? Like what level they would be? Uh, they'd be right uh, lowest level, closest to burn, right in the middle. Oh, these little or white, yellow yeah, things? these things right here. If you look just north of Jace or just south of the automaton. Granted, everyone is looking down in the water towards you. So if you like 
turn into Ozol, you have a chance of being spotted. Really? Even just on the other side of the boat? Everyone's looking at yeah, the Yeah, there are two looking south. If you look uh, straight north of you, the robot and the other crewmen are looking down straight into the water searching for heads. Uh, head count has been called. So you could swim alongside the boat. Yeah, um, until things calm until, down. Until things calm down, yeah. Okay. Uh, move the from too. the alert stage to the caution stage. <laughs> um, I could. You, it would fuck you. the boat up bad, too. You could. Yeah. You probably could sink this boat. It's not very strong. It does the job, though. Yeah. Zolthus, this is... Your intuition tells you, hearing that uh, head count's going off, that this is your last turn in the office before you can, like, write everything, close it up how it was supposed to be. Right? What do you want to grab? All right. Again, the other items are too large for me to put in a pouch. Yeah, they're, they're like and two microwave box-size crates that are, like, literally... Um, so picture just a standard desk, right? Maybe four feet wide, um, three feet deep, four feet deep, right? Well, five feet wide, four feet deep. Kind of a big captain's desk. Uh, the whole top has been lifted up on it, and the items are literally stay in place on top of the desk there's two hinges and two springs as you twisted the key open in front of you is a small tray that contained the, the key ring with the three keys and then there's some sort of bottle there's something inside of it you can't really see what it is um it has a brass stopper and a wax seal on top and then there's a label on it albeit kind of dusty and then on either side where the legs of the um, desk kind of where you would have like normal drawers and like a computer desk, there are two microwave shaped crates, uh, one on the left, one on the right. And uh, those like would be a, too big to conceal on your person if you were trying to steal them. They're like a wooden crate. I can't see obviously what's inside or anything. Correct. Um, this here is this a treasure chest at the foot of his bed or something? Uh no, that's just how the the just room looks. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely gonna grab the the jar, um, small jar. Okay. Um, is there anything else I glean from this? Like, is there anything else uh, worth looking at? Um, no Give paperwork. Me an investigation check. Twenty-seven. Let's go. Yes, there is. Uh, as you you finish closing up, like you're like these are the two things I can take really quickly and probably inconspicuously. You. Close the desk, lock the desk, realize there are two hairs, one on the left side of the desk, one on the right side of the desk that have fallen. You're able to pick them back up gently and set them in their spots where they were. And then right in the middle of the desk, there's a piece of paper. Uh, it's a from Zentarum HQ. Uh, it is encoded in Thieves' Camp. Uh, as you quickly read through it without moving any of the pages or anything, you can make out Project Magic Gear. Uh, it says, Thank you so much, Jace, for completing the final shipment of Magic Gear. We await your ar arrival of the secret shielded cargo. Um, help is inbound. We'll meet you after translation. End. And then it has a picture of a, this really big snake on it that looks different than the others in Tarm snakes. So you have gained two pieces of information. The secret cargo is part of some sort of project going on at this base. And there are other boats 
currently inbound to your location. Um, and uh, that's the only piece of paperwork I, that I can see? Correct. Everything else seems to be just kind of generic maps and charts. Alright, nothing else important. Nothing on his bed that I care about. Uh, there's a cutlass leaning against the wall. I don't know if you want to steal it. It's the captain's cutlass, mm. but... No, I'm gonna... Don't, then he'll, he'll notice that more. Um, I guess at this point I need to get the heck out of here. Um, so I'm gonna move to the door. You could... And, sorry, mm -hmm. go ahead. Ah, okay, fine. See, so you could, if you wanted to maintain your cover based on your passive perception, you could go check on Drez and just kind of play it off that way. That's where you were at, trying to check on your new friend. Because he's just, like, comatose at this point, right? Uh, yes, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to head out of here and teleport back out again. Okay. Um, this snake thing, it's... I have to it's teleport on the table. Side. Okay. Yeah, sorry, it got moved, I think, originally, but it, it's, yeah, like, coiled in a chair on the table, just kind of hanging out. So I'm going to teleport right here, then. Um, okay. And end my turn. I think you have enough. You've only moved 10, 15 feet, and then you teleported. I, can I open the door, though, and that thing won't just be like, oh, why is the door opening? I'm not invisible. I'm still invisible. Yeah, no, you're good. You can just okay, open so, it wide enough to sneak through. I mean, you, okay. you are invisible, right? So like, I will do that then, and uh, I will chill in here then until... Uh, how do I dispel... Can I choose to dispel invisibility? You cannot. Um, so, you could radio your allies as your free action to ask them to stall for the next minute to cover you. To, oh, to or the, walk uh, up behind somebody... Pat them on the back so it counts as an attack, but you're like, hey, I'm glad you made it. And then no, it's, it's like you're it's, technically undoing it. It's greater invisibility, so he can attack while invisible. Oh, yeah. shit. Can you even do that. Yeah. So I don't, in my, in my, with my perception here, there's nothing useful on this desk either. Correct. What is he trying? He's trying to become uninvisible? Yes, yeah, so I just it's need to It's a concentration spell. You just got to lose concentration. It's a potion. Uh, it's a potion. Yeah, but it still has the same effects. If you're hit with an attack, you, you can still lose your concentration. No, greater right? visibility is... It literally lasts for the full minute. He can attack... Yeah, as long as move, you main concentration. All right, yeah, so I'll message Marius uh, then, say... What I'm saying is if he's time. hit, he can he can break his concentration. Let me do it. I don't... Concentration up to one minute is the duration. He just has for to lose potion? concentration. Well, the potion just grants you a casting of the spell. Uh, right? I'm going to consult the oracle here. Yeah, when I got the potion, it was a potion of greater invisibility. Right. This triggers a spell. Maintain concentration. The potion contains a liquid into you. you drink it, you become invisible for one hour. Anything you wear carries invisible with you. The effect ends early if you... Oh, that's just standard potion invisibility. Correct. Um, odd or even. We'll settle it this way. 
Oh, me. Uh, even. Right, a minute. A minute also isn't that long. I mean, I rolled a four, so even. So if you want to drop concentration, you feel like you could just do something to to cause it to stop. Apparently, potions are exceptions to the rule, but uh, we can look into this more later. Um, That's fine. Yeah. For now, let's just roll with this. So um, I will drop the invisibility if you're going to allow me to. Yeah, I'll allow you to. Um, rule of cooler. You rolled, I mean, it's also just rolled. a minute. It, yeah, it seems I like four. it wouldn't be that big a deal. All right, it's so fine. I'm removing my ninja mask. Um, I am not actually gonna check on Drez. Okay, you can just um, use that as a uh, cover. I mean, he's like out. Yeah, because I'm probably not gonna be able to wake him up anyways. I thought um, that was the guy that was high as shit, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought he got chucked into the water. He was gonna die. No, he was going to he die. Was gonna drown. He was gonna drown. Yeah. Gonna oh, okay. Yeah, okay. not the boat's not going down. He's not gonna die. He just, you know, he OD. Yeah, he's let, sleeping it off. Let me try to shake him a bit to see if he rouses at all. Can I offer a suggestion, but uh, like a meta suggestion or no? Sure. Someone make a distraction on the north side, I guess, the left side of the ship, so I can sneak into the right side of the ship, please. Like, I see the shark, or something like that. Oh, I actually, can, can I check this guy's pockets if he's that past? <laughs> yeah, sure. Let's Jesus Christ. <laughs> Go for it, man. Let's do that. Yeah, anything okay. good in there? Um, yeah, roll me D100s. Okay. Uh, two, three, please. Three D one hundreds. Forty-seven, forty-nine, and twelve. Twelve. You find a potion of greater healing. I'm gonna put it all in chat here. Boom. You find lightning grease. Uh, and the the tin is labeled lightning grease. So, whatever that is. Uh, and he has a plus one longsword that you could take if you wanted to. I don't need that. What? I mean, it's a little obvious, too. It's, like, got snake shit on it and, like... Um, sorry, they... Oh, you put them in the chat. Thank you. All right, yep. so I will, um... Does he... He doesn't react at all, obviously. If I, no. if I grab his shoulder and shake his shoulder a bit, no movement... No nope, his hand kind of hits the floor. <laughs> no, mom, five more minutes. All right, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna leave him be and end my turn. Okay. Small jar. Three keys. One key. Did anyone else use? I have Mars's greater enhancement. Any other? Still last. You took a potion, right? Uh, yes, I took one of uh, superior healing. Cool. All right. Um, time passes as the alert begins to fade. Uh, they take a head count. Uh, people start moving around. They count the number of people lost, confirm that. Uh, you are... Jace kind of comes in and checks on his first in command and sees you there, Zolthus. And he's like, how is he? There it was on the other screen. Uh, 
He's slept through it all, it seems. But he's 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 okay. Hmm. You might prove to be the asset we hope you to be. Well done, boy. Uh, he's like, I'm heading Thank back to the quarters. Uh, resume normal patrol. I'll stick a dog with you. And uh, this giant lumbering walk watchdog comes kind of panting into the room with its gears whirring and it Damn begins it. to follow you. <laughs> uh, Marius, you are reassigned the watchman and two humans are assigned to guard duty in the lowest part. Uh, they begin to sit down as you see them come down, burn, and play cards. Um, Danny G goes back to driving the boat. Uh, Maven will take over the right cannon. Um, what happened to the guy that freaked out about Marius? Uh, oh, he did. I ate him. He fell into the water. Oh, that's the guy you ate. Okay, <laughs> cool, cool. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Actually, I had... Oh, yeah. Robot to you. And this guy goes towards the back cannon. And the watch ends. You arrive to the port and dock with the ship as others in Tarum begin to pull you away and up. But that is a story for next episode. Uh, Ozal... I will allow you to drop your spell and come aboard where you would like to, um, if you would like. Yeah. Um, you can climb good. through a window, kind of push it open, and land next to Burn. Um, um, do you want to get situated before you try and before these two humans come down? Yeah. Um, sure. Uh, yeah, I'll hide somewhere in this keep. Okay, yeah, there's a bedroom. You can just go in there and lock the door. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. Uh, stealth, I guess? Uh, sure, I'll use DM Inspiration for advantage. Okay, nice. Since nice. it's the last roll of the night. <laughs> nice let's go. Call, yeah. uh, let's see here. Uh, stealth, you said? Yeah. Uh, 12 and a 19. 19. Set the Bowman sees you and shoots you a wink. Uh, Burn, if you want to roll perception, you can. The other two are miscombobulated and trying to right themselves, stuck in their chains. Uh, so they fail. I'll also um, telepathically speak to Burn and say, I'm in the room with you, my boy. We have just landed at port. What? I rolled an eight. Who is that? <laughs> All right. Um fix those guys now cool okay go ahead and put yourself in one of the cabins i guess uh there's t two i would recommend there is the one closest to the stairs or there's this tiny one tucked away back here that you probably pr could pretty easily lock okay so boom sounds good and that is our exciting boat episode for the night uh, didn't quite make it as far as i had hoped but that's okay uh i really thought we were gonna sink the ship I was all excited. That would, you know, there's always more time to burn the boats, uh, as that nice commenter commented earlier. Uh, I have been your dungeon master, Cody J. Hey, thank you so much for watching and playing with us tonight. Uh, and we'll catch you next week with more prison bank break stuff. Maybe a spooky episode. Oh, so spooky! Hi, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.